With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. Morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282-945. Listen online, the website that rocks, which is KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook facebook.com slash bmms69 that's where you can hang out with us each and every day good morning Lindsay. good morning corbin good morning gimpy good morning so grateful things work the way they're supposed to yes. very, very so blessed far. tickets to tool that's what we have for you Woo-hoo! that show sunday bok center we've got listener emails and we have to tell the truth your chance to get to know the show better Ask any question that you want. That'll happen at 9. 
Uh, let's do some house cleaning things. We talked a while back. Brian Laundry, they found him dead. Mm. Come to find out, he apparently unrecognizable from his self-inflicted gunshot wound. Amazing how that works out, isn't it? I don't know. I've known some people mm-hmm. and seen pictures of people mm-hmm. with self-inflicted gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. Did not do the trick. Uh, no. I've, I mean, if you use a shotgun, that could make you unrecognizable. I mean... That's going to take your entire face off. Yeah. Seen the pictures. I am not clear on the caliber of the pictures uh-huh. and of the people mm-hmm. on what they use. Because that's a weird conversation. Right. Yes. You're like, hey, so I noticed you're missing half your face. <laughs> what happened? What caliber? Right. I used a 45. That's not what they would say. No. no. That's not what they would say. I think a damn business. No, they, it would be something. No. They wouldn't even say that. It would be something in the effect of, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, what he was trying to say is, because you got to have somebody talk for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you even go out in public? I mean, as opposed to, as opposed after, to what? After failing? No, no. As opposed to what? Go out into public uh-huh. as opposed to what else? You have to go out in public. Well, I mean, you could. Technically, with today's modern technology, you don't have to go out anywhere. You can have your groceries delivered. You yeah. can have If any you packages. can afford to pay for that service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure... If you're walking around with half a face because you failed at suicide, you're going to get some kind of disability. They, you, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you're Do you not, think because, oof, that's because insurance doesn't pay on suicides? Life insurance. Life right, insurance. life insurance. Regular insurance still pays. Right. Okay, life Medical insurance. insurance will pay your hospital yeah. bills. But um, you would think you, you have half a face, okay? Now, granted, you probably still have use of both arms. And both legs, but you have half a face. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that you, you're not going to get much employment anywhere except for maybe Barnum and Bailey's. Possibly. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> problems we solve on this show. By right? The, the hard-hitting questions here on the BMMS. I mean, listen, no one else is going to ask this, so. No. Might as well be us. No. Uh, da-da-da-da. Social Security does identify suicidal risk as a condition which, combined with other signs and symptoms, may form the basis of an award for SS disability. So you could get disability if you fail at suicide. I mean, I think you can make an art. You're shaking your head no. It's just weird. No, I'm, I'm, it's just so weird. <laughs> I don't think it is. Because people don't want to kill themselves are suffering from a mental disorder. Sure. Absolutely. Mental disorder is a psychological disorder. Psychological orders are payouts. Yes. So they should get taken care of. Absolutely. I don't know if life insurance shouldn't be allowed to not pay out. I, I could agree with you on that one. I mean, because you're paying that money, right, for yeah. life insurance, for anything that could possibly happen, whether it was purposeful or not. And I think that's a bunch of hooey that the insurance company would be like, ah, <laughs> yeah, well, I know you're dead, and I know you're paying for this life policy, but you kind of took your own life, so yeah. no, we're not going to pay yeah. you. Yeah, except if you're the person who is crazy. Robin mm. Williams didn't kill himself for the insurance payout. Right. No. Aaron Hernandez. Maybe. No, he did. Yeah. It's documented. Yeah, he's okay. like, no, I want my kid to get oh, his. Yeah, that's right. He wrote letters to yeah. us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you could argue it was the concussions and all that. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. But to me, yeah, if you commit insurance fraud, I don't care what the sickness is. Mm-hmm. 
then you, if, if you, <laughs> yeah, whatever you do to aid yourself in death, right. you shouldn't get a life insurance payout. Even bungee jumping. Mm. Wow. If you aid yourself and increase the odds of your death, mm-hmm. I don't know if you should get a life insurance. I don't think if you die of cirrhosis, I don't think, you get, I don't think you'll get a life insurance payout. No. See, I don't know how that works out, to be honest with you. Cirrhosis being you're an we, alcoholic. Yeah, right. yeah, I know what cirrhosis is. No, I know. Is. I'm, I'm not, talking not about you. Yeah. I'm talking to <laughs> I, I don't know how that works out because, honestly, I mean, everybody that I know has died of either a tragic car accident or natural causes. The people I know so, that have died of cirrhosis did not get a life insurance payout. Right, because they could have easily prevented their life from ending. That makes sense. But, but is there an investigation? I mean, do they investigate whether the medical can you if, get can you get you know cirrhosis of the liver in other ways besides alcohol? I mean, I haven't been a doctor for I, <laughs> ever a while. <laughs> um, but it is all, it's all what's on the death certificate. Uh-huh. Well, see now, okay. Well, here's the thing, though, and that maybe it didn't happen because I didn't get the check. It all went to his girlfriend, bitch. Um, but when my dad died, it said on his death certificate that it was it was due to to um, well, overdose basically on painkillers. Oh, so and and that wasn't a suicide thing. It wasn't like I'm done with this. Blah, 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 give me the pills. Mm-hmm. You know, he just the guy. He's part of the the opioid epidemic. Epidemic. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe there wasn't a pal. Maybe so. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it's paid for now, but nonetheless, no, right. <laughs> I don't know That's how paid it, yeah. for. But the life insurance, maybe there <laughs> yeah. was no payout. Maybe, maybe there wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, how crazy would that be for you if all this time, all that resentment, and there was never even a payout? Oh, man, that would suck, but whatever. You could simply <laughs> come up and be like, hey, bro, there was nothing there. I didn't get anything. Did you? Be- would you believe it? Yeah, but did, did you confront her on it? Oh, not me personally. I sent other people. That you would actually the, talk like, to I her. just envision you in a smoky because, room on a table. <laughs> Go see her. Who thought find out what's happening? Find out, get the money back. Find out what's going on there. <laughs> this bitch stiffed like me off for $9,000. I need my cash. Hey, there's Gimpy. I talked to her. <laughs> what you say? Uh, I sent my wife at the time because uh, they, they had a decent relationship. And and I'm, and and I'm also my would have been my sister-in-law at the time as well. Um uh, and never got any answers, you know. So it's possible. It, it's it's very well possible. But whatever is yeah. what it is. That's in the past now. I mean, yeah. There's nothing that can be done about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Again, it depends on on the death certificate. There has to be a medical thing. So I don't know if the does the death certificate say overdose of opioids. That's what it says. What well, I mean. Heart failure due to opioids, mm-hmm. I believe, is what, a, if you want the exact terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while since I've opened up the old right, might death be a variation box, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear And taking a gander. But just looking back back when it happened, uh, when I got it, because I thought that was interesting, in the, the way that it was worded, and the fact that they put opioids on there. I was like, well, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Here's a text that says a lot of cancer patients die from cirrhosis from all the medication. Interesting. And I like the other one. What about obesity? That's preventable, too. And Stop it! That's stupid. It it is though. No, it's not. Some people, it's it's hereditary. Sure. So then it's not stop. But they you can't can say, prevent it. Are you doing something about it? True statement. No, they don't ask the dead person. <laughs> but when you go to get a life insurance policy, yeah. If you're if you're 
grossly obese, you might not get a life insurance right, policy. Might not even but most people don't even go get an insurance policy. They just have the insurance policy from their work. Mm-hmm. Dude, there are so many different ways to get cirrhosis. I always thought it was just strictly from drinking. That is, of course, the number one. It also has chronic viral hepatitis, B, C, and D, fat accumulating in the liver, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, mm. iron buildup in the body, hemochromatosis, cystic fibrosis, copper accumulated in the liver, which is called Wilson's disease, poorly formed... No, 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 no. You, you said that wrong. Mm-hmm. Wilson! <laughs> disease. Uh, poorly it's formed... It's an old joke, by the way. There's so many people that are like, I don't get it. Huh? <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> Kids these days. Uh, poorly formed bile ducts, alpha-1, some word I can't pronounce, deficiency. Sure. And There's a lot. Genetic disorder, of course, sure. as well. Uh, liver disease caused by your body's immune system. How about that? Yeah, maybe it so, says something different. Mm-hmm. I just know people that had cirrhosis right. did not get a life insurance payout. Infections such as syphilis or brucellus. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and keep in mind, insurance companies are in the business of what? Not Making giving money. you money. Yeah. That's for damn sure. That's any business. They don't want to give their money back. That's why they send you a coupon for a free whatever when they screw something up or you get bad green beans at the grocery store. <laughs> and yeah. salad's got it. That was one of the worst yesterday, right? Like I got some bad green beans. <laughs> yeah, I listen. There are numerous times when I've seen insurance companies not pay out life insurance. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks for the family because we kind of bank on that. Mm-hmm. We bank on that not so much to go out and get a fancy car or you know do all this yeah. you know. Sh- no, we bank on that to pay for the goddamn expensive funeral. Right. You know, and yeah, sure, you didn't have to have a, a $9,000 funeral. You didn't have to have the best. But when you send somebody out, you want the best for them. Yeah, but you still shouldn't live outside your means. No, but that, that's a separate conversation. Right, right, of course. Um, but once again, that's why yeah, we bank lo- on Yeah, a lot of people. Insurance. Well, but you shouldn't bank on money that isn't there. Right, right. Very true. Mm-hmm. That is but a horrible financial dis- lifestyle. That's a horrible financial mindset to be like, I'm going to bank on money that doesn't exist. Right, mm-hmm. right. But you think it does, at least, you know, in my simple mind, it does. Because you're paying for this insurance policy. You're paying, it may be through your work, it may be through private, whatever, but you're paying money for it. So for me, at least in my simpleton head, it's like I'm paying for it, should be able to utilize it when it's time. Right, but you're, to have a mindset of spending money you do Mm -hmm. not have. Mm -hmm. Oh, I will agree with you 100%. Right, credit cards, Mm -hmm. any of that, Mm -hmm. to bank on that money, like, especially if you do it before you you have it or... Mm Right. And I don't know about your, I just know you you got left holding the bag. That's all I know about your situation. <laughs> right. I'm not going to say you shouldn't have spent that much money on a mm-hmm. loved one. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And I think even that was the low end of things when it came down to it, because it could have gotten a lot pricier. Granted, it could have been a lot cheaper as well. Cardboard box. We could have cremated him, even though he's already paid for a plot next to Mama. You can bury the box. You can bury the cardboard. Bury, bury the uh, little plastic bags. There you go. Listen, <laughs> what kind of son would you be? Right. If you looked back and like, I overspent. I'm burying my dad. <laughs> right. Right. No, you're not going to do that. No. No. Beat yourself up. So like many that. things happening in this conversation. Dealing with. I saw something this morning. I was like, Bob Saget's wife still dealing with grief. Bitch, it's been not a minute. Right. We're talking just a couple of weeks here. She's not going to be done. She's no. going to have grief forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not going to get lighter for at least no. another three, four, five years. It never goes away. No. Mm-hmm. 
No. You just learn to live with it. Absolutely. Mm. And the idea that then in that horrible moment, you got to be like, how would you like for them to go into the afterlife? <laughs> would you like this piece of uh, five polygon corrugated <laughs> white cardboard or... Would you like this quartz well sanded oak <laughs> with the American flag? Right. Of course, stain <laughs> into it with a satin pillow. Yeah. With their right. name embroidered, we can put their name on it if that's right. something you'd like to do for mm. your loved one. We got magnetic trinkets that held, uh, like on the um, the lid of the casket, you know. And one was like an Air Force medallion because my dad was in the Air Force. Another was a, a cross because you know religion and all. And I forget what the third one was. I got it at the house. We were supposed to split it up amongst the three of us, us boys or whatever. Right. And right now, I mean, it's still sitting. In the death box. <laughs> the death box? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's where everything that he, he had, you know, uh, uh, death certificates, stuff from the funeral home, those extra little programs, you know, when you go to the funeral mm-hmm. and it has the memorial. <laughs> Why do we and, hold on to those? Uh, right, right now it's because I'm lazy and I don't feel like going through it. Now, that could be uh, just laziness. Avoidance. That could be avoidance. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to peel that scab back right yet. You know, there could be a number of reasons behind it. But it's there. Do you have I plans for when you die? Do you want to be buried, or do you, would you rather be cremated? Oh, either me? of you, or me? Oh, I'm buried, and, and that's a that's a point of contention sometimes, you know, because I'm like I want to be buried. That my everybody in my family has been buried. Everybody in my family, their family has a place to go, to mourn, mm-hmm. to remember, sure, whatever. They're not going over to my aunt Donna's house. To go look at the mantle and say, oh, hey, mama, how you doing? You, know, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why I chose to be buried. You know, there's others that are like, no, you're going to get cremated. It's cheaper that way. Bitch, no. Well, you, you take on the expense <laughs> I want when I'm gone. Yes. Right, right. Well, my plan is you know, I'm paying out all this life insurance, and I don't plan on killing myself. <laughs> I plan on going out pretty naturally. So... Hopefully You'd like that, to think. You're right. Yeah. You, yeah. As this conversation progresses, we just don't know what's going to happen. So did your dad. Right. Right. So did my dad. Right. I, I, uh, I ultimately will do my best. My plan is to have everything paid for. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have to make any decisions. Sure. Um, but ultimately, I want to make it clear to them somehow in notes or something that it's up to you. Oh. Whatever you need. I don't care. It literally will not matter. Okay. And if you think I'm silly for saying that, prove me wrong. You're right. I mean, you can't prove you wrong. You're absolutely right. It's not going to matter to you. Right. It's what it's your beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. your belief is that it's important to, you know, go into the soil so you can then become a worm or a tree or whatever that is, mm-hmm. then yeah, you I that makes sense why you would want that. But if you're someone who believes that when you're it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like me, doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. It matters to you. Because what I learned from my dad's death is that it sucks having your hands held grieving. Yeah. Like you have to do what they want. For me, I thought that sucked. Because I couldn't do what we couldn't do what we wanted. We were doing what he wanted. Oh, yeah. okay. I get what you're saying now. He had already had his plans on how he wanted things done. And and well, had, had it all itemized, right, yes. right, and said, "Here, here's what I want done yes. or whatnot." So you guys just followed the man's yes. wishes, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure, 
What? Except I'm the one still grieving. Yes. He's not. Absolutely. Right? It's very selfish. That you know of because we don't know what happens in the afterlife. That's we don't not, know if there's, there's a spirit no, or an energy or something that happens. There's no evidence. You, you, right? Yeah, you're right. We don't know until we're there. And then, well, we can't do anything about it afterwards. We can just sit there and, that sucks. <laughs> Look down at your family as they're all bawling their eyes out, no, trying to get that their ain't ass happening. together and be like, well, that sucks. We'll that ain't happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. to me, there's no way that, listen, when you, we've had this conversation before, almost at this exact same time. <laughs> That's a great way to start the day, right? <laughs> when you die mm-hmm. and you go, let's just say you go to the pearly gates and, and you know, all those things. Dude, you're getting onboarded for your new life. You don't have time to watch your funeral. <laughs> Dude, you're in line. We've had the discussion yes, about lines at the saying. pearly gates. You've got plenty of time because you know you are not going to get to your entrance and for a Dude, long it's a no time. cell phone area. <laughs> you, you're looking down. No. You don't need your cell phone. You're From heaven. Down. You know how far that is? Uh, you know, I'm sure there's a, uh, a projection screen somewhere, you know, kind of like they have. It's funny how you say it out loud whatever. now. You realize how ridiculous it sounds, right? <laughs> Ah, whatever, man. <laughs> you believe what you believe. That's I believe fine. What I believe. As long as we're putting some as far as, framing on your dreams. As, as far as I know, and I think there's a lot of people that probably do believe this way, you're up there at the pearly sure. gates. You're really just standing on a cloud as it is anyway. Is that what you picture? Right. Standing, I don't know. I've been in an airplane above the clouds. <laughs> you're standing on a cloud, and it's it's one of those cumulus Say clouds. Say that again. Not Say like that a again. Cirrus cloud, right? You're, Say sta- you're standing on your you're cloud. Floating. You're, you're floating. You're floating. Yeah, you're just like. Chilling. Your spirit now. Like Chris Angel, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got like 15,000 million bajillion people in front of you, right? Because that's how many people die every day and have been waiting in line for eternity. So you're sitting there minding your own business. You're like, crap, I got a phone. I can't play Candy Crush or anything. So you just kind of look down. And you're like, oh, well, there's my world. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sweetheart, that you have to deal through all this. Yeah, but hey, hey, if you're seeing that, aren't you there. also seeing all the horrible things? What if you're looking down on your loved uh-huh. ones, uh-huh. you know, like, you know, during a school shooting? Like, you're seeing all the a tornado. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 that happens. You also see Like, you're down. at the pearly gates floating on a cloud. Yes. And you're looking down like, oh, God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you get to see the things you don't want to see. Yes. Like maybe you see your uh, your widowed spouse getting drilled by the funeral director. You know, I mean, you also she see your kids masturbating any feeling in the other than sadness. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Man. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like the worst afterlife ever. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I want it to be like all my favorite things. Eventually, once yeah. you get into the door, man, get you know, into the door. It's you know a busy club, bro. You know there's outages, right? <laughs> you know, God kind of perfected imperfection. Right. I know. I got it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, like, it's all about you get there and you're like, hey, I thought I was going to get ice cream and there'd be puppy dogs and all this. And he's like, no, man. <laughs> Listen, Come on. Just wait your turn. You've dealt with enough adversity. <laughs> you can handle this. God. Have you watched uh, The Good Life? With uh, Ted Danson and Kristen no. Bell, it's a really good take on the afterlife. Okay, is that the good? Is that the good place? Good place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And ultimately, the spoiler is you find out no, they're in hell. Oh, yeah, but it looks like the good place <laughs> because they weren't good people, right? Oh, All the people, yeah. It's it's, it's but were they good people? And then they're trying. And nonetheless, I, it's a good if you love those type of shows oh. that go off on that. Uh, what about you? We didn't get to you. What? Yeah. I want to be cremated. 
I would like to be Any cremated. particular reason? Um, because, well, I cremated my dad. Those were his wishes. And I have him in an urn. And I also have a necklace that I have with his ashes inside. And I want um, my children to be able to do the same thing if they so choose. But they have already said, like, yeah, we totally would cremate you. I know we're running out of time, but... If, let's just say you die, Lindsay, uh-huh. and you get cremated. When? When you die. Not no, if. don't say when. Oh, well, it's going yeah. to happen. It's yes. going to happen. Yeah, you're yes. going to die. Let's, yes. just say you, let's just say you happen to, to die at this age that you're at now. Oh, God. Okay? Don't put that out in the well, universe. Well, I'm just saying. Right, because that, that's what the universe is like, there, there, right there. <laughs> you die nope, at the age you are now. No taxi boxies. Okay. And, and, and Kevin puts your urn up on the mantle or on a bookshelf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's sitting there and there's this little shrine or whatnot. And then years go by. Okay. And it's time to start dating again. And so you bring this gal back to your house for a little sexy fun time, right? And then, you know, he makes a cool little cocktails. Cool as I've been to this, out, this segment. <laughs> he makes a this couple of cocktails, you know, and he's like... She's just kind of looking around at the pictures on the wall and the kids, and you know, and then, and then, do you leave the urn on the shelf when she comes over? That's basically what I'm asking. I'm sure he would do you because like of the it? children. Okay. I'm yeah, sure it would just stay there. That would be a mood crush. I don't right think you here. have to explain. I think no. you can look at it and go, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It comes up that you're a grieving widow E or whatever. Yes. It. You're quite aware you see an urn in a widow's house. You should put two and two together, you stupid. Do you stick around? Sure. Do you go ahead and follow through? Sure. I guess as long as the urn's in the other why, room. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. They're just, it's just ashes. Sidebar, probably not even yours. <laughs> right. We've had that told to us by someone yeah. who runs mm. a crematory. You never know. You get some leftovers <laughs> They don't in there. clean it out perfectly every time. Oh, you're getting a mixture of everything. The great American melting pot. Good morning. Tickets to Tool. We're going to give those away. Plus, we've got uh, listener emails. And to tell the truth, we'll do news quickies when we come back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you might have missed in the news, but we cover them here and put the link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the... Here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Grandma turns the tables on a scammer and set up a sting operation. This happened in New York State. A 73-year-old woman named Jean on Long Island got a call last Thursday that was supposedly from her grandson. The guy on the phone claimed he was her grandson and said he needed bail money because he'd been arrested for drunk driving. Jean was like, I don't think I have a grandson old enough to drive. So she knew it was a scam, but decided to play along. And after a few more calls back and forth, she talked to someone claiming to be her son's lawyer um, who said he needed $8,000 to bail him out. Then someone who claimed to be a bail bondsman told her he'd come pick up the money from her house. Uh, But during all of this, Jean was also on the phone with police who set up a sting operation. And when they show up, 
they were hiding inside. She handed uh, the guy an envelope stuffed with some paper towels. And when he walked off with it, the police ran out the door, tackled him right there on her front lawn. The scammer's name is Joshua Gomez, 28 years old. Um, It's not clear if he was pretending to be all the people that she talked to um, or if he was working with others, but he's now facing charges for attempted grand larceny. So the video is pretty great because the the woman, like the police run out and tackle him, right? Mm -hmm. And then she moseys on out because she's on the phone with authority. I don't know. On the phone, and then she puts her hand on the railing, and her hand her slides her foot over like, <sighs> you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, yes. yeah. In the interview, she says something really great. She's like, they can be scammed, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a, an envelope full of paper towels I love it. there. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty great. That's hilarious. Man kills emotional support ferrets on uh, Minnesota. There's a 57-year-old dude, Maurice. He lives with a 27-year-old dude named Levi. Now, apparently, they've been arguing because Levi has too much of his own personal property in this apartment that they share. Mm-hmm. So they go on back and forth. They get this argument. Levi grabs a kitchen knife, and he has it in his hand. He said, it sure would be bad if one of them got hurt. Get the F out. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day goes by, and, and uh, 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 Maurice comes home, and all four of his ferrets are missing. He's like, holy crap. Calls the police, lets them know, hey, my ferrets are missing. Police come out. They notice that there's some blood on the stairs and on the entryway of the apartments. And they're like, uh-oh, this doesn't seem good. So they do some looking around, some investigation. They find the four dead ferrets in an alley across the way Aww. from the uh, apartment complex. Well, circling around some more, they, they find Levi. And Levi, just out of nowhere, says, dude, I got to get this right. Dude, I killed the ferrets. Give me a break. So they start questioning him on what's going on. Uh, apparently, one witness had seen Levi uh, carrying the dead ferrets, saying the ferrets smiled at him, so he shot him ten times. <laughs> this guy is out of there. So the cops are talking to him. He's like, dude, I killed the ferrets. Give me a break. Apparently, he used a BB gun to kill them. He says he killed them because they smelled like S and that the big one was very hard to kill. He says, I swear that thing was laughing and breathing, laughing and breathing. So I just kept shooting it in the effing head. It's called gasping for air. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and they do kind of like when they are like, at least I know when mine are playing, fighting or whatever, they go, <laughs> something of that effect, you know, kind of like easily interpreted as laughing. As it could yeah. be a laugh or whatever. Uh, so anyhow, this cat's now looking at four uh, counts of animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. That's no joke, dude. No, what what would you do as a ferret fan, mm-hmm. as a fan of ferrets, an owner? What would you? How would you handle that situation? Worst mascot ever. If, if my roommate shot and killed, sure, oh, I'm calling the police and letting them yeah. deal with it because I'm not trying to catch a charge. Yeah, at, at, a, at a minimum, you, you're destroying someone's property. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then the fact of the animal cruelty, mm-hmm. of course. But, yeah, it's someone's property. You yeah. have no business destroying someone's property. Let the police deal with it. I'm not trying to get in any trouble. Right. I ain't trying to get up on another charge over <laughs> ferrets. <laughs> Man charged, fired after viral smoothie shop incident. This is a crazy story. So a man uh, in Connecticut is in trouble after he threw a beverage at a smoothie shop employee and made racial remarks. I've seen this on TikTok yesterday. It's it is an amazing unbelievable video, video yeah. right? The man goes back, he goes into this uh, shop, and all you see in the video is him yelling, and then he takes his smoothie and throws it and oh, hits him or almost hits, hits him. Hits her, hits her right in the head with it. 
And then he's still yelling, saying he's going to kill them and basically does some, you know, you're an immigrant or something, you know, based off the color of your skin, you're an immigrant, but his name is Ayazani. Mm. Anyway. Bill. <laughs> no, his name is not Bill. No. Um, and so whatever, this vid- video goes viral. This happened on like Saturday mm. and the internet does what the internet does. Find out that he runs a hedge fund for <laughs> oh Merrill Lynch. Yeah. They get him fired. Yeah. And so now he's in trouble and he oh, called the, the, the employee an immigrant loser. Mm-hmm. He has uh, facing charges that include intimidation based on bigotry or bias and assault. He also was fired from his job at Merrill Lynch over what happened. He apologized, saying his son, who has a peanut allergy, had a serious allergic reaction after drinking the smoothie. I can't imagine how terrified he is okay. th- was when that happened with his kid and he For bought sure. the smoothie. The, the lawyer says that um, he, he told them his kid had a peanut allergy and the employees said, no, he said no peanut butter. <laughs> okay. That's two different things. Absolutely. It really is. And uh, on top of that, the lawyer says he was just acting out his parental instinct. My ass. You're being My a ass as well. You got in a car. You drove back. Yep. Yep. That isn't parental instinct. In the moment, maybe. Right. Maybe I'll buy that. But you... Got up like you did something. Mm. They said they gave the kid the EpiPen and like it wasn't, re- you know, recovering from it. Oh, wow. uh, two doses of the EpiPen. Wow. And though apparently the wife helped whatever, but the kid's OK. Um, but he went back and lost his marbles. Oh, yeah. On some teenagers. On some man. kids. Yeah. Just trying to I'm, make some extra cash. Listen, I, I get it. Like my kid has a peanut allergy and it's terrifying. We are yeah. constantly on the war path to make sure something doesn't have peanuts. We look like crazy people most of the time. Sure. Yeah. And, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I, adamant, no peanuts. And maybe he thought he said it. He said it so many times, blah, blah, blah. Listen, you, you, ha- you could have just talked to the manager. You could have just ta- talked, by the way. Right, yeah. Not right, yelled at. Yes. Right, not threatened. Right. Yes. He, he did ask for the manager a few times <laughs> in a hateful way. Yeah, very right. colorful. Right. Yeah, yeah, he tried to break in, like, pushing the door open, uh, trying to get back there where yeah. these girls were at. And I'm like, dude, what the hell is going on here? Ugh, it's a great video. And the part that I hate about the apology from him mm-hmm. is that, uh, by the way, he's only apologizing because he's been arrested and yes. he lost his job. Mm-hmm. Um, but that he's not like, listen, I, I'm so scared of something happening to my kid. Yeah. And that's not an excuse. And I should have done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he just said, I'm no, he's trying to rationalize sorry. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To create a mob mentality, to be mm-hmm. like, yeah. Exactly. Right. I don't think anybody's going to get behind that guy. I, I, nannied, mm-hmm. I nannied for a family in high school, and they had a list. They had um, three boys, and their youngest was allergic to just to about everything, that they had a list on their refrigerator of the things that he could have. And that list was probably only like 21 to 25 items. You see what that kid's doing now. Yeah. Oh, he was a maniac. Oh, that kid. Was he? Yes. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. Sunday night's epic battle between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills has many fans crying for a change in the NFL's overtime rules. 
with two offensive powerhouses fighting it out. It essentially came down to who won the coin toss, with Josh Allen not even getting a chance to touch the ball and answer Patrick Mahomes' game-winning drive. While there is no guarantee that the NFL will do anything that will make anyone happy, options to consider are guaranteeing that each team will get at least one possession in the overtime period, making overtime a full quarter regardless of who scores or how often, or the red zone back and forth currently used in college. But even if they decide to change it, that doesn't help Bills fans today. So They're not going to change it. The, in 2019, when this happened in Kansas City, they took it before the owners, and the own, no one voted for it. Mm-hmm. No one voted for the change. Because the way they see it is, you had four quarters. Right. Not only that, you gave up 52 yards in 13 seconds or 30 seconds or something like that. Would you say it you, out loud? You, you, you gave a... You should have squib kicked to take away time so they couldn't kick a field goal to tie it. Mm-hmm. So there's a multiple things where you messed up. You're bad. Yeah, that's a, that was the same thing that was told to Kansas City, by the way. Mm-hmm. Your execution during the game is why you didn't, why it went to overtime. Did you hear anything about the Chiefs fan that ran out onto the field? And got, of and course I did. Tackled by of course I did. Uh, Stephen Diggs. Stephon Diggs, Stephon, yes. yes. Yes, yes. Um, they say that. Now fans are saying, hey, put that guy on defense after his massive tackle. He got to the guy before security. Why? So he can be a non threat there, too? (laughs) He had like five yards. That was on TikTok this morning, too. Guy got bet $1,000 that he wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So he ran on the field and got tackled for $1,000. Yeah, here's the problem with that. Mm -hmm. Like, you go, oh, Mm 1000 bucks. But if you're a Chiefs fan, they probably ban you from the stadium. Yeah, I know. Yeah, about that. And there's a night in jail. That's your Maybe, maybe. May, probably. Maybe. Or a few hours. No, no, sometimes they just throw you out. Mm. That's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD is the phone number. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails coming up in about an hour. Plus, we've got to tell the truth. Your chance to get to know the show better. Um, There's this thing with the Playboy Mansion that's got this mystique about it and that it's this cool place, which, I mean, yeah, uh, party atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Naked women or semi-naked women yeah. running around. Yeah. I remember I remember when I first started into radio and we would do promotions with bands. <laughs> and we would send people to go see a band at the Playboy Mansion. And how cool that sounded. Yeah, very. Right? And I was like, do they need a chaperone? Sure. <laughs> Dude, I'd be the worst there. I would get there and be like, ah! I don't know to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring at your feet the entire time. Ah, I'll make d- eye contact. I would be back in the kitchen, like talking to the help, <laughs> the cleaning lady. <laughs> I just am uncomfortable in those situations. Like naked person right in front of me. I'm like, eh. <laughs> do you want to get in the pool? No. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. <laughs> you get in. Do you realize how many nerves, how many germs are in there? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> Anyway, so there's this documentary, docu-series that's starting um, on A&E called Secrets of Playboy. And 
in it, it talks about the sex and drugs and debauchery that happens at the mansion. Yeah. And some of the insiders are implying some really crazy things. And one of them, I just am having a hard time wrapping my brain around. And it is saying that Hugh Hefner had sex with a dog. <laughs> I mean, come on. on Just because purpose? she's not that good looking, you don't have to call her a dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like, <"Arr." laughs> yeah, I know. it's just a style. I don't know what this bitch is talking about. No, no like mm. an actual, actual bestiality. Canine. Mm-hmm. So in this docuseries, apparently um, Sandra Theodore, who was Hefner's girlfriend for five years during the late 70s and early 80s, said that she w- walked in on him with my dog. And I said, what are you doing? I was shocked. He made it seem like it was just a one-time thing and that he was just goofing off. But I never left him alone with my dog again. There's a sentence missing from that, by the way. I don't know if anybody picked that up. She didn't leave. No. No. No, she's got the good life at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, well, but I she never. She does. <laughs> Yeah, Her dogs not so much. Uh, she even says that um, he had this in- these increasing sexual demands that she and the other women that he were in his orbit is what she calls it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she describes a sexual culture in the mansion as a circus and recalled being forced to recruit other women for group sex with her boyfriend. And at one point, even walking in on Hefner having sex with the dog. And you're going, that, listen, one time. No, hold on. (laughs) Listen, you're going like, ah, one time. Well, there's another story. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where he uh, and some of his friends would, oh, I'm sorry, one of his former valets named Stefan Tintenbaum uh, says that Sex with dogs was on the menu of things available at the mansion. (laughs) And that at one point, he witnessed PJ Mastern. I'm sorry, PJ Mastern uh, uh, witnessed Linda Lovelace perform oral sex on a dog for the amusement of Hefner and the others, saying that all the guys were laughing. And when she got out of the limousine, she was so drunk and drugged, they got her messed up. So she would do this with a German shepherd. So they, now, Okay, so now, now, there's, now there's smoke in, the, in terms of this right. rumor. Because there's sure. two stories, two accounts of something happening with a dog at the mansion. And apparently sex was on the menu. Yeah. I, maybe these are all jokes and just bad stories that have gotten ha- out of hand. Right. I tend to think, like, sometimes things are so insane to us that we try to um, reduce them, okay. right? And be like, nah, it's just three things. <laughs> <laughs> Again, amazing how often this joke comes up on this show. Yeah, yeah how many signs do you need? Right? Yeah. For me, it's one. One, like, one sign. <laughs> that's it. And I'm telling everybody. Unless she got paid to shut her mouth. That is very well possible. You want to continue to live this lifestyle, you're going to keep this secret right here. Well, now Hugh's dead. Hugh's dead, so let's just go ahead and spill the beans. And I don't like the line of, 
she was recruited to get other girls to have sex. Okay. It, it has an Epstein feel to it. It does. And maybe it was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But is it an Epstein, Epstein thing if they're in a relationship and they're all doing drugs and she's like, yeah, is she brainwashed and and wanting to live the lifestyle? Right, right. Or, and recruiting mm-hmm. that she's come to the conclusion that that's what she was doing. right. See, when you say recruiting, I don't think of it as like an Epstein thing, like he was going recruit some underage females for us to fornicate with. I think it might have been other models, other Playboy models. Hey, go get some other models to come in here and have fun with us. Yeah, but if he's utilizing mm-hmm. the chance to be a centerfold. Oh, yeah, he's totally, you know, manipulating. Even if he never said it, uh-huh. but it's an implied thought. Yeah. Yeah, these girls go along with it because they want to be the next centerfold or whatever. And then you can even go with the argument, if you are in Playboy, mm-hmm. are you an employee of Playboy? Mm-hmm. And if you're an employee and you're having sex with the boss, <laughs> right? It's such yeah. a weird thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Upon, like, listen, whatever. I like looking at nude women. The magazine's fun. Sorry, the magazine was fun. Right. But you look upon it on reflection, you're like, good God. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't know what's going on behind, quote unquote, closed doors. I'm going to watch this docuseries. It's totally. It's creepy AF. Yeah. PJ uh, Mastin, the bunny, a former bunny mother sure. of the girls, said that as many as 40 to 50 women were assaulted and frequently drugged from the Playboy clubs, but they weren't allowed to report any crimes or even take the victims to a hospital. Yeah. She even admits to being part of the cleanup crew. Yeah. Uh, She should go to jail. Absolutely. Like, hey, look at this bad thing I never told anyone about. Mm -hmm. Mm. Apparently he... And let it happen again and again and again and again. If it was a male doing the cover-up, y'all be up in arms. Absolutely. Right, since it's a lady, it's not so bad. No. She should be in jail. Apparently, he was fascinated by snuff films and with Charles Manson. The same girl that claims that he had sex with her dog says that he reportedly owned pre-murder tapes made at the Spawn Ranch. Yeah, I have a... So, here's the problem with this docuseries already, mm-hmm. is there's so many riveting things. He was enamored with Charles Manson? Who wasn't? Who isn't? Right. Who isn't? Who isn't fascinated by that story? Absolutely. Who isn't, anytime the news is on, you're like, there's Charles Manson. Man, look at him. He's crazy. That could easily be interpreted Mm -hmm. as he had a thing for Charles Manson. Mm -hmm. Right. The Beach Boys had a thing with Charles Manson, and nobody ever talks about it. Mm -mm. So to throw that in there makes it like, tries to make it, you know. Even worse than what? More worse. Right, like they were together. Like, was he visiting him in prison? Were they writing letters? Exactly. Were they in business opportunities? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that's a different thing. Right, right. He did write songs for the Beach Boys. Yes. (laughs) So that is a relationship. Yes. Yes. A little bit different than, you know, Justin Emerd. The guy's crazy loon. Yes. Mm -hmm. But to... Say that, man, he had a thing for Charles Man. Was there a poster? Did he have a shrine? Did he try to emulate him? Right. In any way whatsoever? 
did it, you know that thing happen in L.A.? And then he was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to give me a right. hammer, bitches, and brainwash them all. He's, was he walking around going, anytime Manson's name was brought up, he was like, he's innocent. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. Because yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> But the flash in the pan statement of he was enamored with Charles Manson is like, some of this is feeling a little bit like, I need my payday. Right. Well, a lot of this feels R. Kelly-ish, too, because he's, like, keeping the Playboy bunnies prisoners at the mansion, basically. Um, Holly Madison, one of his latest, one of the last girlfriends, second to last, I think. I don't know. She said she wanted to leave the mansion many times but hesitated because he had a mountain of revenge porn waiting to come out because he filmed all their sexual encounters. And every place in the mansion, every room had a microphone, not necessarily a camera, but a microphone. He wanted everyone to know they were being monitored. Yeah. So that sucks for her. Yes. If that's true, that sucks for her. Mm -hmm. Um but she still had a choice to leave. Absolutely. Yeah, nobody is literal unless you're chained. Or the doors are locked. Or, doors or you're forcibly mm-hmm. kept there. Right. Kidnapping implies you were forcibly kept beyond. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Physically restrained. Mm-hmm. She mentally was tricked that she could not leave, which is probably just as bad. Yeah. I'm wondering if where are all these secret tapes? They say that he even secretly recorded some celebrities that came to the mansion and athletes who came to party so he could have power over them. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? If that's tr- I mean, again, is this just trying to put the final nail in the Playboy coffin? Possibly. It is very well possible. In terms of the porn world or nudity world, is Playboy even a factor anymore? It's not relevant I don't at think all whatsoever. So. Any of those old ones, you know, Penthouse Hustler, Playboy, you know, barely legal, club. any of those clubs. Who owns it now? Any of them. The mansion. I have no idea. Hmm. Probably one of the kids. I'm sh- surely he had kids. The daughter was running Playboy mm-hmm. yeah. in the end, yeah. and he was very sick. So chances are she owns it or is selling it. Or I think they the went bankrupt. City, the city could own it. No, I think they went bankrupt. I think the bank owned it. I think it I think so. went to auction. Maybe. If I feel like I remember it going, they went. They had to file for bankruptcy protection, mm-hmm. and so maybe the court owns it now. I don't know. Possibly. But his is a story of Hugh Hefner, which a lot of men idolize, like some of y'all idolize Elon Musk. And he was banging a dog, uh, not Elon Musk, Hugh Hefner. Right. <laughs> it says here, the play, and this is just according to the wiki, Playboy Mansion uh, is former home of uh, Hugh Hefner, who sure. lived there, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes on, the school later sold the mansion, so I guess it went to a school, which then redeveloped for luxury condominiums. So, so it got torn down? I, I don't know if it got torn down, but uh, there's a school that bought it. The School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Okay, that makes sense when you read a little bit more. Uh, Hefner had founded Playboy in Chicago in 1953 after he moved to California. His company eventually let the mansion uh, for the nominal rent to the school. And then donated it to the school outright. The school later sold the mansion, turning it into luxury condos. Well, here's the thing, too. Weird. With this much crazy sex that's going that went on, mm-hmm. you can't tell me sex didn't happen there. Of course it, of course did. it yeah. did. More you, than just everywhere. sex and drugs. <laughs> you you can't tell me women weren't raped there. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, but you got to think about the lifestyle, where they're at. They're in California, whatever, of course. I'll just say this. 
Men go to strip clubs with an implication of sex. Absolutely. We leave empty-handed, but... Always. Mm -hmm. But, because that's a business. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me the Playboy Mansion Mm -hmm. didn't have that same aura? If not more? Right, right. You get invited to the Playboy Mansion, you're like, oh, hell. Because you think Playboy, beautiful, big-breasted women... Oh, there's going surely one of them's going to want some of this. Or you just believe it's going to happen and right. you want to be on the cover of whatever or the centerfold and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, <laughs> trying to think of a Dennis Rodman wants to have sex with me. Right. Yeah. Well, I do what I got to do to uh be a centerfold or be the next big thing. Yeah, okay. Not saying Dennis Rodman did that. I have no idea. I'm just saying, like, a celebrity comes in. Hell, we've been to strip clubs, and we've seen celebrities come in mm-hmm. to the club, and they get whatever they want. Yeah. They're, they're celebrities. They get what? treated like royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the celebrities know they're not going to be told no. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we'll just keep using Dennis Rodman as the example here. Poor Dennis. Or his crew. Or his crew, whatever. Him and his entourage yeah. roll in, and Dennis is like, hey, I'm... I'm looking for some bitches for me and my homies, you know. What do you got? So they line them up. Take your pick, Dennis. One, two for everybody. Yeah. So crazy. I can see it happening totally. Uh, Anyway, so that is on Monday nights on A&E. We got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We should play a game. Yeah, yeah. Give away tickets to Tool. Yes. Tool's going to be at the BOK Center mm-hmm. on Sunday. <laughs> We're going to play Sing Sing. And the current record is... Well, Lindsay has two... I have won. You got another. Last week's winner was? That would be Lindsay. So Corbin and Gimpy. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. You call up, decide who you want to give clues. Whoever gets the most will be getting tickets for Tool. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Josh. Josh, how are you, sir? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Who do you want to give clues, Corbin or Gimpy? Corbin. Josh, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, this is the band with the guy who has the um, dyed hair, and they did the soundtrack for Shrek. And this is also a game that is played with the in baseball. It's the blank blank game over Fourth of July weekend. Uh, no idea. Um. In the sky at night, sparkly little things are called fireworks, stars. Yes, and when you're including everybody, it is the what game? The blank star game. All star. There you go. <laughs> um, Australian band. The name of them is the Current to Electricity, and this is the song. Uh, this is the song for. Uh, they do it football kickoffs. 
ACDC? Yes, and the song is? Thunderstruck? Yes. Uh, this woman sings about, oh, God, who was the guy she sings about? Um, she's singing about, you know, going down, uh, in a movie theater, ah, time. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) She's, it's in the lyrics to the song. It sure is. It absolutely is. Uh, we got two that might be questionable. Hang on the line, Josh, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, buddy. Bad. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? My name's Kyle. Kyle, you got to beat two. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Here we go. Come you on, and Gimpy. Kyle. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this is a band. The front man's name is Rob, and his last name is a another uh, word for a dead pers- person come back to life. Um, but this was his original band. Okay. Um, and, uh. and the name of the song is uh i'm gonna break this down in the parts for you the first part is blank and lightning thunder okay you got that part now another word for a smooch or a french blank when you use tongues oh i'm talking about uh thunder kiss 65 zombie you got it man uh this is the group of british girls back in the 90s they were huge and this is really their only popular song oh um uh, you want oh, you want to be my lover? Uh, the, um, take the you and the lover off. Just give me that word in the middle. What? B. Want to be my lover? You already got it, man. You're good. It. Uh, this is an '80s woman. Uh, she's uh, doing commercials for like some medication now, Propecia or something like that. Hell, I don't know. Um, oh, we're talking about oh, um, um, God dang it! I know you're. T- um, time, time, time. Oh, I got a tie. Gimpy, you want to debate my thunderstruck? No. I think I said current. You, you. It was the sound effects is where I would be debating because you've gotten on to me for sound effects before. Uh, so. That's the song. Yeah. I'm not making. No, I've gotten you on sound effects when you're making like cluck cluck sounds. Oh, no, get out of town. We don't. Thunder. That's the sound. That's the song, right? Ah, thunder. Sure. Close enough, yeah. We, 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 I mean, we, he's singing. That's the song. That, they're singing this. That's what they sing in the song. Yes or I no? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Is it on a lyric sheet? I don't know. Uh, it's all good. We tied yeah, up. Yeah. I'm not going to debate it. Uh, nobody's getting tickets. <laughs> Screw you guys. Do better. I'm so sorry, man. We couldn't get it done, Kyle. It's cool. All right, buddy. See Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. See you later. <laughs> Josh, we couldn't get it done, man. That's rough, man. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right, man. Have a great day. All right, you too. See thanks. you later. No tiebreaker? The game is just, it, oh, we, uh, it never really works out. A tiebreaker on this game is probably equal to a colonoscopy. I think I'd rather <laughs> have a colonoscopy. I probably, at least I get to sleep. <laughs> right? It's the best and nap And I get some life. clearance on my health. Right. Yeah, Josh, it just doesn't work. One through six. Kyle, we, go, pick a number one through six. we only get two in 60 seconds. How many do you think we're going to get in 15? Right. Right. Unless Ew. the cards just happen to be stacked and we know all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it we'll have to come up with a different tiebreaker, but yeah, you can't do a tiebreaker for 15 for 15 seconds. Gimpy, Gimpy, this is the one uh I ended on. Uh yes. Um it's uh it, okay. Okay, cuz I got to remember the song. 
Um, it's it, when when you win the lottery and then you die the very next day. There, that's yep. it's like rain on your wedding day. Nope, I think that's, that's part, part of the, of the chorus. chorus. Yeah, good, good Lord, woman, jump on me. That's over guys. <laughs> hey, y'all, right? jump on me when I do it wrong. When you're playing the game. When I'm yes. <laughs> um, yes, this is uh, when something is is kind of interestingly funny that happens. You would say, well, isn't that blank? Yes. Blue sky. Uh, yeah, the chorus is, it's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's the good advice when uh, that you just didn't take. And who would have thought it figures? That's the chorus. Mm-hmm. You were thinking of a different Alanis Morissette yeah. song. You're thinking of You Ought to Know. Yeah. When she's like, thanks for oh, clearing yeah. that up. Thanks, thanks for clearing that up, you big Alanis Morissette fan, you. <laughs> you dude, you don't even understand, man. Her I role clearly. in Dogma? Because she's naked. <laughs> sure. She's God. She's not a good-looking naked woman. Ah, she looks like a normal human being. I guess. She still looks hot, by the way. You think so? Yeah. I got to look at some she's recent a, pictures she's of beautiful. Yeah, she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful older woman. woman, yes. Okay. Yeah, about that our age. smells like cats. Does she? I don't know. She looks like she does. What's the giveaway? Just look at her. You're like, you look like a cat lady. No. I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, I don't see that either. Okay. It's just me. I look at her as a yoga person, maybe. Okay. Maybe those are one and the same. Maybe She's so. got the Sigourney Weaver thing going on for me. Like, Sigourney Weaver looks amazing at 72. I can't even believe how great she looks. Sigourney Weaver does not look good at 72. Oh, I think she looks amazing. I think you haven't seen a recent She's, picture of her I at ha- 72. I, saw, I just watched her in the latest Ghostbuster movie. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Where she she's wearing makeup right. and a bunch right. of stuff to make sure. her look not well, like 72. Alanis Morissette wears makeup. I mean, no, they all wear makeup. I'm just saying she's aging gracefully. She looks great. You cannot put somebody, their placement in a movie where they're totally glammed up that they're aging gracefully. I googled not- a picture of her afterwards because I had to look. Well, you probably got the she most recent good. one, I'm sure. Uh. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, there's a couple in here that I'm just like, no, you look like you're 72. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. No. But you're not. You're implying that she looks like Claudia Schiffer. No, I'm not. I'm just saying she's aging gracefully. Lindsay's literally the nicest person I know. (laughs) She can't say a bad thing about anybody. Oh, I can. Yeah? There's, There's plenty of actresses that aren't aging gracefully. Yeah? But Sigourney Weaver is not one of them. Who gave me one that isn't aging gracefully? Oh, gosh. Mm. All right, we got to take a break. We'll give her time. <laughs> Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Listen to emails coming up. Plus, to tell the truth, your chance to get to know the show better. Before we get started with that, though, we got to see what Gimpy has for 4x4. It says here, Corbin, that emergency phase of the pandemic could end this year. It says that the World Health Organization says that the emergency part of the pandemic could end if 70% of the world's vaccinated. Right now, that's hitting about 62% but only for one dose. The head of the organization warns that it's dangerous to assume that Omicron will be the last variant, saying that conditions are ideal for more to emerge. Several experts say that the surge has yet to peak across the entire nation. That's expected to happen for most states sometime next month. Hooray. DHS warns of possible Russian cyber attacks. 
Homeland Security is warning that it could happen across the nation, putting everything from hospitals to dams at risk. It would be retaliation of Joey B response to the country invading Ukraine, which some say might just happen any day now. Last year, we already saw two of the most damaging cyber attacks ever due to hackers based in Russia. Also about Joey B, he has to apologize to a reporter. Uh, he's apologizing to a Fox News reporter for calling him a stupid son of a bitch. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> he said uh, he called Peter Ducey after lashing out during a meeting focused on the economy. He said that he was asking questions about the different topics. He said the comment was nothing personal and encouraged him uh, to keep on asking those questions. Ducey had pushed him on inflation and laughed off the remark later, saying that nobody has fact-checked him yet. How do you know my mom is a bitch? <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, it's not like he made fun of a special needs person. <laughs> yeah, right? Or said to grab a woman by the vagina. <laughs> I think it's not that offensive. Right. Compared. What a stupid son of a bitch. Uh, it's, dude, have you seen the video? Oh, yeah. It's, it's so good. It's fantastic. It's, this guy's already got like a little loose loose lips thing. <laughs> but like when they did the, the Obamacare thing, he was like, this is one effing hell of a... Like, <laughs> okay. You he didn't say effing. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but he's like, he's stupid. Like, he kind of says it smiling. Right. It's such a great, he's stupid. Hot mic, Joe. <laughs> Hot mic. Uh, lastly here, Discovery Lab holds its grand opening. The Discovery Lab is on Riverside near the Gathering Place. And it's 57,000 square feet. and includes 20,000 square feet of interactive exhibits and programming space. The Tulsa Children's Museum revealed its plan to build the Discovery Lab in 2018. Construction started in 2020 on the interactive of music that emphasizes in STEAM education. Can't wait to take my kids. Yeah, it'd be something fun. Can't wait to take them. I'm sure they'll love it. Oh my gosh, dude. They already love stuff. They got this giant slide tube thing Mm -hmm. made out of uh, packaging tape. Okay. Awfully sturdy, seems like. It's incredibly sturdy. Hmm. Have you ever tried to get into some of those packages, man? (laughs) (laughs) If it's my wife wrapping gifts, dude, nobody's falling through it. Don't worry. Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association are planning to meet again today after a productive bargaining session on Monday. During the two-hour meeting, the union gave a broad proposal to drop the request for age-based free agency and lowered the revenue sharing number it was asking the lead to move away from small market clubs. Players are requesting such things as raising the minimum salary and a draft lottery. Negotiations continue to be time-sensitive as spring training starts in a little under a month with the regular season starting March 31st. I don't know if they'll start on time. I I doubt it. We'll know today if some big names are elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa will all be waiting to see if they join the Hall of the Greats. Some would say cheater, cheater, and cheater. cheater. (laughs) However, they will be eligible for consideration this fall by the Today's Game Era Committee if they aren't elected this year. Analysts are predicting a potential shutout. What? Say that again. Today, they will be eligible for consideration this fall. If they aren't picked, picked, then they will be considered by some other group? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Analysts are predicting a potential shutout of all eligible players, or at the very most, former Boston Red Sox star David Ortiz getting in by himself on the first try. They shouldn't do any of this until it's resolved. Yeah. Okay. I agree. The 2022 Baseball Hall of Fame class announcement will happen today at 5. 
And uh, one more. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur is confirming that the entire organization is in agreement in wanting Aaron Rodgers to return as the starting quarterback. (laughs) During his season-ending press conference on Monday, LaFleur said that he and management are all on the same page and that there's no debate in bringing Rodgers back. He also said that he met with Rodgers on Monday and won't rush the quarterback into a decision. Right, Mm -hmm. which means... Rogers is driving. He's right. alone, and of course they want him back. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I, yeah. that's your balls to the wall, sports. I'm Lindsay on ninety seven five Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD is the email address. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD. I'm sorry. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD is the phone number. The email address, if you ever want to email us, is show at kmod.com. Show at kmod.com. You can uh, use that email to send uh, questions, which is what we're going to do now with listener emails. Uh, and today's email says, "I met a boy last year. It's been lots of fun. We went on vacation." Over Christmas, since neither of us have family, it was awesome. Probably one of the best holidays I've had since my parents died. During the trip, we talked about our relationship and how much fun we were having. We've talked about both being married before and how different this was. Well, that conversation was apparently different for him because I overheard him talking about going to propose to me on Valentine's Day. I don't want to get married, so I guess I have to end our relationship Because I'm going to say no when he asks. Unless you guys know of any relationships that continue after saying no when being asked to get married. Can a relationship continue after you say no to an engagement? That takes a very strong person, my friend. Very strong person. I think the person receiving no. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You got to have a strong mind to continue on with that one. mm Mm-hmm. I know almost everybody I know mm-hmm. who gets divorced says this phrase, I'm never getting married again. Yeah, absolutely. I've said it. Mm. A friend of mine from high school, a dear friend of mine, actually, she dates my husband's best friend. He was, um, uh, they've been dating for, I don't know, six, seven years, and they have no intentions of getting married. I believe he would if he thought she would say yes. But she is very demanding on the fact that she does not want to get married because her mom died at a really young age. She suffered early um, onset Alzheimer's, Mm. and she is afraid that it's going to happen to her, and she doesn't want him to be stuck with her if that happens. She doesn't want him to deal with it, so she doesn't want to So she's implying that if she gets Alzheimer's, because that's what people do. He never would, but that is her reasoning behind it. And I think that if... I do believe if he were to pop the question, I think she would deep down say yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't see them ever getting married, but it works for them. Their no marriage relationship works. Well, he goes along with it. Yes, absolutely. Because he wants to get married. I th- I think so. I think he would love it. 
aren't you practically married after X amount of years? Sure. I mean, for all intents and purposes. I mean, I think according to what Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates has said to us mm-hmm. is that you have to present yourself as a married couple. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That Being together, that. duration is not what constitutes a common law marriage. Right, right, right. And I'm not talking common law marriage. I'm just talking about the eyes of the public. You guys have been together for seven years. You're practically married. Yeah. You just don't have the the paperwork, and it's not in the court system to say that you are. But for all intents and purposes, you're married. Mm. Right. So what's the point of marriage then? You have a very good question there. What is the point of marriage? Is it to is it for you to show off to your friends? Is it to make it a legal binding thing in the eyes of the state? You see what I'm saying? It is, it is, it is, what is the point? Break. The tax break. <laughs> what is the point of marriage then? The it, point the, of marriage is telling the other person or other people mm-hmm. that I'm putting this person before myself. I, I yes. would agree with you on that. And that doesn't happen in a relationship and you've been together a long time. I think so. I think so. I think if you've been it's together. It's implied. Right. Yeah. But it's not said. Right? When you get. <laughs> okay. What? It just seems weird the way you said that. It's implied, but it's not said. Implied is an assumption, essentially. Okay. Right? It's not. It, words mean everything in mm-hmm. that scenario. Mm-hmm. It's me just going. Well, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but you never said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are two that's those are two different mindsets. I think it's important in a marriage to stand before your family and friends and go uh, or whoever, your people you care about, mm-hmm. or at least the other person at mm-hmm. you know, at the minimum <laughs> and say, "I'm putting you before myself." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Right. And if you've been together a long time, there's always going to be this eh, well, I can he leave. could leave whenever, right. or she could leave whenever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without any repercussions because there's no courts getting involved in this one. Well, I mean, you've been together a long time; there are going to be courts involved. You think so? Even sure, I've been a... helping pay mortgage. Okay. At the end of it, I mean, you cut your ties and walk away, and then whoever, whoever's name is on the house, hey, this is my house. It's my name that's on it. Why not get married? Well, that's a good question. Some people don't want to go through the courts. Some people don't want to have that Why not? legal. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all because I think once you go through the process and you hand that special person a ring and you say, hey, I want you to be mine for the rest of your life, then that is, that's that. You should go through with it. You should go ahead and make it legal binding. That's or maybe just my opinion. Because though. she said something about they had both been married before. Maybe the first marriage that she was in left such a bad taste in her mouth, she doesn't want to go down that road again. Maybe she thinks marriage is a curse to her relationship. I think, every, again, everybody's mm-hmm. relationship that ends, that it puts a bad taste in yes. their mouth. and like, I'm never doing this. And eventually you find that one special person. You're like, all right, I'm willing to give this one a shot again. Isn't that right, woman? I know you're listening. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> the fact that she says she met a boy says a lot about how the emailer views the rela- this relationship. I don't. That's just words on an email. Right. Some people are cutesy like that. Oh, I met a boy last night. I think when you're talking about relationships, mm-hmm. hardly do you ever go, I met a man. I met a woman. I met a woman. <laughs> hey, I met this girl. We've been dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Met a chick, whatever. So it, the the words that we use, the vocabulary we use implies they're what we think. Okay. Maybe For maybe he's a lot younger is. than her. For some people, that is. You got to be specific about it. Oh, you yeah. call me a boy. I'm no boy. I'm a man. I'm a real man. I mean, if she turns him down 
and says, but I still want to be in a relationship with you, and he stays, then, yeah, I'd say he's a real man. He's confident enough to be hurt and True. turned down. Oh, you know? I disagree with that so I much. I takes. I disagree with that because, obviously, if he's asking, he wants more, and she doesn't want to give it. Mm-hmm. So him staying in it and not doing, you know, getting what he wants doesn't make him a man. Well, maybe she will eventually change her mind. Yeah, wear her down, sure. <laughs> yeah, wear her down. Just keep that chain on her, man. Yeah, no, she'll wear down. <laughs> I'll just hang out. Eventually, she'll say yes. You th- you is there anything mine. wrong with her going to him beforehand, before he pops the question? Yeah, because what if he doesn't? What if she misheard? Right. Good point. People, people make assumptions constantly. People think they hear things mm-hmm. constantly. How does she? What part of the conversation did she hear? Did she hear the, all of it mm-hmm. from beginning to end? Mm-hmm. Were they talking about someone else? Yeah. She's talking about. Was he talking about his brother? Maybe he's got a side chick that he's going to propose to. Maybe again, <laughs> you get, you're basing your feelings and decisions off hearsay. Mm-hmm. This text says, "Me and my girl have been together for almost twelve years. Have set of twins, four years old. Still haven't been married, and have not seen the point. Yeah. I guess for some people, that's just how it is." Sure. I, I guess. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. you're showing your kids right. that's what marriage is. Right. That's what a, that's what a real relationship is. And mm-hmm. if you're fine with that, that's fine. Right. Right. Doesn't mean you have to fill out the piece of paper and go in front of the judge and all that other stuff that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and their kids probably, as they get older, will probably already assume that both of them are married. They're living together and, you know, doing the mom and dad stuff together. Yeah, until they find out they're not. Mm-hmm. I, to then me. They've been deceived. Maybe, I to me, th- what I read there, and I'm just mis- I'm just interpreting the texture statement, is that marriage is bad. Some people feel that way, but I don't see. I don't understand what that means. That What's bad? Is bad? I don't know. I I don't get it because marriage is just like any other relationship. It's going to be ups. It's going to be downs. Right, yeah. you're going to have to work on a relationship, even if you're just boyfriend girlfriend, you know, or two people that are engaged, or whatever, or married. You're still going to have to work on it. It's definitely easier to throw in the towel when you're not married. That's a true statement. Amen. That's a true statement. I think there's something flattering, um, and a sign of affection when someone goes, "Listen, I want to be in this with you. Yes, I want to be in the trenches." Absolutely. And, I know it's not going to be more in the trenches than it's not. Mm-hmm. That's a huge statement. Mm-hmm. And to say that to somebody out loud, to me, is a giant feeling of this person really cares about me. Mm-hmm. And people that don't do that, maybe they say that when they're, you know, around the fire pit. Right. Mm-hmm. At night, toast tomorrow. I, maybe, I don't know. But the act of that moment. hmm and then revisiting that moment every year with my wife, to me, is awesome. For sure. I know no matter how bad it gets, this person's got my back. Absolutely. And it all started because we had that ceremony. It's not the piece of paper. Come right, on. Right, right, right. It's all the action that goes around Yes. It. This here says, my aunt turned down two proposals from my uncle, and they were together for many years. And then she decided to propose to him when she was ready and they were happily married after that. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Different strokes, different folks, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The part for me in this is that y'all are on different... You just had a... You just... If you think he's going to propose, y'all on different wavelengths? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Were, were, were you communicating in a different language? 
Was right. there a language barrier? While they were on vacation and having these discussions. I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounded like everything was all good. And he's like, great. We are we are one and the same. I'm going to go ahead and do this. And now all of a sudden she's like, ooh, about that. But she it doesn't sound like she even knows him well enough to marry him right now. If she's saying, because, you know, I've never seen a relationship continue after someone's turned down the other person. You know, it doesn't sound like she knows it, what she wants or she doesn't know him as a person, whether he'll stay or go mm. after he proposes. Who would know that? I mean, the, how would you would, know that going into a situation? How does that elude that you know them well? Well, I've, I, I think that you would know, like you don't ask someone a question you don't already know the answer to. I feel like if you're going to propose, know, if you're going to propose marriage to someone, you know that that person is going to say yes. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. I asked my wife what she wants for dinner. I don't know what her answer is going to be. And we've been together damn near eleven years. Mm-hmm. Next month, that doesn't mean I don't know her. I ask questions of my wife all the time. I don't know the answers to. Of course, but before you propose, did you think at, at any time she would say no? Absolutely. Wow. I think a lot of guys feel that way. Gimpy said he he thought she was going to say yes, but guess what? You never know. You never know. Until the moment. You 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 hope that they say yes. I'm not gonna lie. There was a there's a, a little tiny bit in the back of my brain that says she probably there there's a chance that she could say no. And then what do I do with the situation after that? Do I continue? I'm like, okay, well like maybe. Or do I just walk away? Kind of the same thing that this email is talking about. But you know what? I said F it and I took a chance. Yeah. And the it worked stress out. of the moment. Mm-hmm. You, I would think if you were asking, you would want to feel that feeling because that implies how big of a deal it is to you Yeah, that they may say no. Right, right, right. It's kind of like um, coming in here, being on the radio, about to crack the mic, and you have those butterflies in your stomach. Yes. It shows that you actually care. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you still get nervous. You still get kind of scared about what's going to happen. I do not agree that it means you don't know that person if you think they might say no. No, it just means that you you care about it and you worry. Yeah, it's, it, it has zero more to do with the idea of how big the moment is. Mm-hmm. Well, then they're not communicating the proper way if he doesn't already know that she has no interest in being married. If she said right. she, they had that conversation. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. was she speaking another language? Exactly. And, you know, he's from Germany and doesn't speak any English. Right, and right. They drew pictures to talk about it. It, it could be Which that. sounds fantastic, by the way. <laughs> one of the other person was just, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Mar- oh, or yeah. drunk. Or drunk talking. Exactly. There, there's a lot of factors that can One of you doesn't that. remember the conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, Tech, she needs to head this off before he maybe goes for a big public proposal. <sighs> nice. You can always say no later. Yeah. You can take backsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I dated my first boyfriend after I turned 18, I was up front. I didn't want marriage or kids. Still don't. That's a conversation you should have up front. That relationship didn't work out because he asked for kids six months after dating. Hmm. I'm not married, but we file taxes together, and we have our health insurance together going on 11 years. Happily unmarried, MFR. Uh, nope. By the, by, the, by the law, you are married. Yes. Because you're filing joint. Mm-hmm. And if you're not married and you're doing that, now you're committing tax, you would have to get a divorce because right? yeah. you're committing tax fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very thankful my husband and I are married because a year into our marriage, I was diagnosed with cancer and my husband was able to make a medical decision on my behalf when I wasn't able to. That's a great point, too. Yes. 
the responsibility you have. If you are in a, just a relationship and you aren't married, that person has no rights to tell medical decisions on your behalf. Right? I didn't even think about the legality parts of it. I think when you put on life insurance policy and your work offers a life insurance and you put who your beneficiary is and like, who are they? You just have to put friend. Mm-hmm. If you're in a relation in the state of Oklahoma, especially because I don't know about the state laws other, but if you're in a relationship over seven years in Oklahoma, you may as well get married because if you do break up, you're going to have to pay for a divorce. If you're doing all the things filing jointly. That's that's what Jeff Hensley says. Yeah. Holding you guys out like that, filing taxes together. Yeah. Ray is on. Hey, Ray, how are you? Doing good. How are you guys? Good, sir. What do you think? Nothing. Um, I've married my wife after 20 days. Uh, we met. We loved each other. There's not anything wrong with doing what the heart wants. Mm-hmm. Just because you know somebody for seven years doesn't mean that people's feelings change. But... When you meet people, you know, and if you ignore that feeling, then you develop resentment, you develop bitterness, and there may be a no later when you ask, but you have that feeling when you meet somebody and you know, so, I mean, why fight it? And are you still married? Yes. I've married three wonderful years going on four. Congratulations. Uh, we have a beautiful son together, and yes, there's days you want to just, I guess, strangle somebody, but when you go to bed and you wake up and you have that person that gives you that feeling, it makes every day worth it. Wait, so- that gives you the feeling of strangulation on someone else, or? That, too. So oh, you don't- sir, you're saying there are some days that you feel like you want to strangle your partner? No. Not her, but you have that rough day where you could just strangle somebody. Uh-huh. But you got that person at home. Right. Have right. A, you have a hard day. Okay. Yes. Right. It's yeah, kind of yeah. sounded like you're like, some days I want to strangle her, but hey, man, she's my ball and chain. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, no, no. You can't, what? You can't keep them. You can't kill them. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Yeah. Right. So, but if you don't have that person, somebody you meet, then you're just waiting for something better to come along if you never ask them. Right, um, settle. She's had other, there's been other men in her life, of course. But you, and they were going to, they proposed to her two months, three years at, in, and they never did anything. You're just saying that and waiting on something better to come along. Mm-hmm. Right, right on. Ray, thank you so much, man. Have a great day. You too. Right, Everybody buddy. enjoy. Thanks. Long time listener. Love thank you, you, man. I appreciate it. See you later. Did you hear all the people when he said three years ago? <laughs> echoing. <laughs> Not me. I'm just saying I could hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony is on. Hi, Tony. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What do you think? I mean, based on somebody's culture, too, that plays a huge part in marriage because the cultures ac- across the world, you know, they'll offer their daughter up for you know, donkeys or whatever else you have to offer, you know, and our society, everyone gets married and divorced so quickly. I mean, I can understand her hesitant, you know, her hesitating to get married. But, I mean, it's not like if, if she says no, dude, love is just going to disappear. I mean, if he really loves this girl enough to want to marry her, I mean, that's not going to go away if she just says no. It's not like a reset button. 
And I mean, you guys also had good points when it comes to like taxes and stuff like that too. I know people who wanted to get married based solely on taxes and financial responsibilities and decisions. And I mean, that's you know that's how the culture is right now. Right on, Tony. Thank you, man. Have a great day. You too. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, listener email. This one came from. Uh Assuming the lady, right? I met a boy last year. It's been lots of fun. We went on vacation over Christmas since neither of us have family. It was fun. Probably one of the best holidays I've had since my parents died. During the trip, we talked about our relationship and how much fun we are having. We talked about both being married before and how different this is. Well, that conversation was different for him because I overheard overheard him talking about going to propose to me on Valentine's Day. I don't want to get married, so I guess I have to end our relationship because I'm going to say no when he asks. Unless you guys know of any relationship that can continue after saying no when being asked to get married. Lindsay. She just needs to open up and and ask the question, hey, uh, just have the conversation about marriage and let him know that she's not interested in getting married before he pops the question, before, hopefully, before he buys a ring. Um, and be honest, if that's something that he wants to do, if you're so set on not marrying this man or anyone else, you got to be honest and let him know so he can go find someone that does want to get married. Apparently, he likes marriage. He likes to be married. So let him have that opportunity to find someone that does. Gimby. Uh, it is possible for it to continue on after you say no, if that's the answer you choose to give him. It could be rough there for a little while. Uh, but I'm a firm believer that short of child molestation, if you really love the person there, you can work through anything. You can work through this no, this rejection. It's going to sting on his part for sure. It's going to hurt. Probably even maybe crush him for a little while. But if he loves you and you love him, it'll all work itself out. That's just the way that it is. But Lindsay's right. You got to talk to the man and be like, hey, hey, hey. So uh, just so we're on the same page when it comes to marriage. I'm not down. Not yet. Or at all. Or whatever. But you got to be honest with him. Tell him what's up. Uh, do you think he's stupid? <laughs> no. Do you think you were clear? Because you're worrying about something that's 20 days away. That may that implies either he's stupid mm-hmm. or you weren't clear. Right. If you think you were clear and you think he heard you, let it be. Because mm-hmm. 20 days is you're just worrying about something that may not happen. Mm-hmm. Right. You're wasting energy and probably shaping how you uh, approach him. Things you do with him, call, answer his call, whatever, mm-hmm. all because you you feel like you got to start sending that message that we're not going to be together, right? Mm-hmm. When you're now you're just you're just gone into the rabbit you know through the rabbit hole mm-hmm. off something you overheard, right, 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 causing unnecessary problems. Hey, I heard if you needed to, you'd be like, hey, I heard you talking about proposing. Who are you? What are you talking about? Oh, well. Then you got some, mm-hmm. right? But you're going off all these like scenarios mm-hmm. that may not even be real, right? That's twenty days away. Surely your life has got enough stuff going on in the next five to worry about, yeah, right? <laughs> that need probably more attention because uh-huh. if he's gonna propose, those wheels in motion. He's already, you know, had the uh, the uh, pop up happen, and you know he's planning the dance and all that. <laughs> The video camera and all that. Jumbotron. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) I'm just saying, you're just wasting a lot of energy on something that might not be really happening. Mm -hmm. 
overthinking. Shock, I know. Uh, all right, if you've got an email, send it to a show at KMOD.com. Tulsa's Morning Show, The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. So uh, polarizing, um, getting married or not. There's people that dig in like you don't have to get married. Mm-hmm. It's your life. Right. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not saying you're stupid for not getting married. Society has built this expectation that you're supposed to be married and have kids at a certain age and you're supposed to have this, you know, good career by a certain age or whatnot. And has really just let people not live the life that they want to. Maybe. The church, I would say, does that. That's fair. Right? Mm -hmm. But legally, you can't do some things unless you're married. Right. Like, if your girl was in a car wreck, you wouldn't be able to tell them what to do with her. Oh, absolutely. And that sucks. I hate that. Right. And so likewise, you're fixing it. Working right. on it. <laughs> uh, all right. Email. I graduate in May. I want to go to college. My parents are being adamant that I have a degree decided on before I go. I tried to explain to them that this isn't 1980. That did not help. Do you guys think I need to have my career picked out for life when I'm just finishing high school? No. Or right. go ahead, Lindsay. Give your answer. <laughs> I, we'll be back. Right? I, I think it's nice to have All an right. idea. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. <laughs> Did you hear the defeat in her voice just then? Yeah, right. That's exactly oh. the feeling I felt. <laughs> I think it's nice to have an idea of what you want to do. I think most of us, I mean, I... Are you giving your advice? No. No. But I just, I'm <laughs> just saying it's, an, I don't know if it's necessary I mean, I think that the mindset is you go to college, you have to have everything figured out when you go. And that's ridiculous because you're a kid. You ain't got nothing figured out. But when you go to college, Mm -hmm. you fill out forms that says, what is your degree going to be? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I never went. And there are people, we go along, you fill out a form, it's hard to leave it blank. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of you even got to put a dash in it. You can't leave it blank. <laughs> right. Right? I guess. It makes sense. Some some of y'all are so uncomfortable with it being completely blank mm-hmm. that you could put an N-A, circle with a line through it, till a day. Right. You do something in that box. You can't just leave it blank. Mm-hmm. So just to appease the parents, are they supposed to just write in something just so, you know, they think that, and then he can change his mind later? Because... Kids change their uh, their minds all the time about what they want their degree in. There, there's kids that don't change their mind and mm-hmm. get their degree and never do that. Yeah, yeah never, exactly. Ever use it. Never going to use that underwater basket weaving degree. Yeah. So whatever you pick, <laughs> if you're going to just write something down to, you know, check that box, be prepared to get it. So don't put chemistry if you don't. Right. Yeah. Because then you're doing chemistry lab. That's not really not your thing. Yeah, you're. Why go do that? Sure. Do like, uh, you know, personal training or fly fishing. Right. Something that you could at least have some fun with. Yeah. 
I don't know about personal training. Some parents are adamant about those things. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents are. It's and a heavy ticket, a price tag. That college. could that could be the parents living vicariously through their children too. You know, I want you to have a career in accounting or you know biotechnology Maybe. or whatever because that's what they wanted to do and they never got an opportunity to do so. Maybe. It's it, possible. It also may be more of an old school mindset, right? Of like, you can't get a career playing video games or flying that stupid drone. Right. Mm. Yet, times have changed. The set it in the listener email. This isn't 1980 anymore. So, you can, actually. Dad. Biggest fight my parent, my dad and I always got in was who owned the debt for college. Mm-hmm. And he was adamant he did. Adam. Really? Dude, really? it was a, the biggest fight him and I ever got in. Because you wanted to pay for it and have no, the responsibility? No, or? no. Because I paid the debt. Mm-hmm. I wrote checks. Okay. Now, maybe both can are true, mm-hmm. but he said that, no, he carried the debt. Mm, then who did I write checks to? Right. It doesn't make if you can, Right. That's why it was a huge <laughs> fight. <laughs> Was it because of the stress of getting you there? You, you got yourself there. I am sure. Mm-hmm. Look, parents help. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't put the bill, parents help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. It's I can't imagine how stressful it is to put your kid in college, even if you don't pay for it. But you feel like you got a voice in their education. You have all this time for eighteen years. Right, right, right. Be- and you just suddenly turn that off. Well, I mean, yeah, because you're sending them to public school or whatnot that you don't have to pay for, okay? College is a total different thing. You know, you got to pay for college, and and, and it's not. I mean, I I get it. You can't just send them up to the university and be like, all right, there you go. How about it? No, there's a lot of responsibility that goes with it. Tax coming in. Basics take two years. You have another two years before you even have to think about it. You no longer have to listen to your parents after you graduate high school if you're not living with them. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, hell no, nah, man. Flunking out of two community colleges was the best time of my life. <laughs> that's, by the way, that's a community. Yes. Uh, it is extremely common for people to finish college with a different degree than what they started out going for. That makes sense. Says if these parents, this is a text, if these parents are sending this kid to a four-year university because he wants the college experience, I don't blame them. Otherwise, community college is a great place to start and figure it out. No, and this person is overthinking this. Just pick a degree to make your parents happy. Then once you get to school and find something you love, change it. Okay. Listener emails uh, from, I'm guessing, a young person. I graduate in May. I want to go to college. My parents are being adamant that I have a degree decided on before I go. I tried to explain to them that this this isn't 1980. That didn't help. Do you guys think I need to have my career picked out for life when I'm just finishing high school? For the second time, Lindsay, what do you think? (laughs) I think uh, I agree with the person that says basics take two years, so you have another two years to decide what you want to do. So just pick those courses that interest you and and go with that. You'll you'll know eventually. You will. Just explain that to the parents. Gimby. If you really want to show your parents, drop out of high school right now. Okay. (laughs) Get in your car, travel across the country, live out of your car for the next, I don't know, five, ten years, something like that. Kind of live off the land, you know, maybe bumming off of people for a little while. That'll really show your parents. Uh, no, seriously, though. Um, 
It sucks, and your your parents they they just have these expectations. Their parents, you're going to have the same expectations when you're a parent. So I think I'm going to have to agree with this listener that said, "Stop overthinking it. Just pick something, and then when you get there, you can change it. It will be okay." Yeah, I I don't think that's a bad move. Just put something down. The moment you arrive, you wave goodbye. Walk to the registrar's office. Mm-hmm. Change it. Right. Yes. Meet with your advisor. Pick something different. And then deal with the fight at Christmas when you go visit. Uh, or don't. <laughs> or don't go visit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they're like, how's your accounting degree coming? Yeah. Oh, I changed that to aerobics. Pretty I think, med. I think depend- <laughs> we were watching uh, Top Level Chef. Right? It's a Gordon Ramsay thing. It's got three different levels of cooking, and sometimes you get a good kitchen, sometimes you get a bad. And one of the guys that's on there uh, is a chef that he doesn't believe in school. He doesn't believe in school. Okay. okay. And some of the things he messes up, and he's like, he's like, ah, I didn't know. Yeah, if only there was a way to learn that. <laughs> there are some things you need to go to school for. Mm-hmm. There just is. Doctors come to mind. Yes. Right? You need to go to school to be a doctor. But did the first doctor go to school to be a doctor? Okay. They've <laughs> fixed the program since then. <laughs> they also used to put goat balls in people's time, you know, goat right. balls in people's stomachs right. to fix fertility during that time. So they have kind of, they've narrowed the tracks a little sure. bit. But I hear what you're saying. So I guess what I'm saying is you don't, you're not really going to school for the education. I don't agree with that texture that said you're not, you know, if you just want to go for the experience. Mm-hmm. Dude, there is something about being by yourself with no mommy, no mammy and pappy mm-hmm. to do your laundry, to fix all that. Right. You learn a lot about yourself. Going to parties. Do I have to go to school? There's something to be said about that learning experience. Mm-hmm. That, yes, is that an expensive way to pay for it? Yes. If So... Go, fly, be free. Figure it out. Just get the hell out of my house. But part of being an adult is also learning how to manage those people around you. If you think everybody's going to be great and have your best interest in mind and not cause problems for you, well, you're getting off on the right foot then to understand that ain't true. Yeah. <laughs> Lies. So just go ahead and learn how to manage that friction and then move on. Because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> oh, show. God, I wouldn't give anything to go back to my first year of college. Oh, yeah? Oh, my gosh. What would you do different? Uh, or not? All my classes would be in the morning. Okay. So I'd have all day to do whatever I want. I've always been a morning person, so it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. Right, right, right. And do whatever I wanted. Instead of like, no, man, I want to sleep in. And then getting up at nine. <laughs> right, after you've been out till two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost, they literally were like, hey, we're putting you on probation (laughs) because you haven't been to class enough. Yikes. Yeah. I'm one of those in the statistic realm that they did it just so they can say they have a high graduation rate. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Here you go. You pass, kid. Get the hell out of here. Gimpy has, you have your associates or didn't finish that with No, never even started, man. I just went to trade school. Right. Well, yeah. ABS was a would be an associate. Now they didn't hand out any degrees at all whatsoever. You know what I got? I got a certificate that said I finished the course, and my radio telephone. List. Okay. So none. Let, let me rephrase that then. Mm-hmm. 
Gimpy had some sort of education after high school. Absolutely. Yes. You give you that. Some kind of higher education, yes. And you've heard us do trivia. Yeah. <laughs> you've heard us do spelling. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is two completely different education experiences. Mm-hmm. Two completely different lifestyle experiences. Oh, you're talking about you and I. Yeah. Okay. I was like, and where are we going with all this? You really <laughs> can't tell the difference. No. In terms of education level. No. I don't know if that's an insult on one of us or both of us. <laughs> or the I university you attended. Compliment. Yeah. <laughs> same with Lindsay, right? We haven't heard her do trivia, but same thing. Uh-huh. She she had some continuing education. I guess what I'm saying is it's about the college experience. It's about being on your own. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll do sports when we come back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. Even the owner of the New Orleans Saints doesn't know if Sean Payton will be back. New Orleans owner Gail Benson said Monday that Payton is uncertain to return as the Saints head coach in 2022. Benson told local reporters, I don't think any of us know, but he'll let us know soon enough. The NFL Network (laughs) reported Sunday that the 58-year-old Payton has not committed to return to the Saints next season. Uh, Yeah, they should maybe ask him. Mm. Yeah, right. The You'd late, be the one to know, right? I would, I would think at least if when the team owner would know, everyone would know at that mm-hmm. point. Why wouldn't he come back? Because sometimes people are just done. Done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers are getting their star big man back. Los Angeles upgraded the status of forward Anthony Davis to probable for Tuesday night's game against the Nets. Davis has missed the past five weeks with a sprained MCL in his left knee. His absence took a toll on the Lakers as they were down their second leading score for 17 games. Davis is averaging 23 points and 10 rebounds per game this season. The latest college basketball coaches poll is being released and the top three teams remain unchanged. The Gonzaga Bulldogs are still the number one team in the country. The Auburn Tigers are second, and the Arizona Wildcats round out the top three. Baylor and Kansas both rose two spots in the rankings. The Bears are now ranked fourth in the nation, while the Jayhawks sit at fifth. And a college basketball icon is stepping away from the microphone for a while. ESPN college basketball analyst Dick Vitale is not returning to airwaves this season. As he prepares for surgery <coughs> to treat dysplasia and ulcerated <coughs> lesions down of over the there, vocal Daddy. cords. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to get some points. Is he on? Who's listening? Oh, on? yeah. He's yeah. on yours? Uh, yeah, I cited okay. this reason why I put him on my death pool. Vital wrote in a story posted to ESPN Front Row that a throat specialist told him to give his voice an even longer timeout, baby. Once inflammation in his throat heals, a surgery date will be set. Yeah, yeah. Corbin uh, subscribes to Cancer Weekly, yeah. so he knows all <laughs> the patients. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's cancer, though. <laughs> uh, as someone who grew up watching him do those games and stuff and, you know, just awesome announcer, my heart, like, goes yeah, out to him. for sure. How old is he? Yeah. And, <laughs> but, I daddy needs some points. No, Daddy don't need no points. No. Daddy got all yeah, yeah. the points no. last year. How old is he? Yeah. 
What? What is I don't yeah. know. Oh. <laughs> That's your pulse. Would that matter? Well, I'm just curious. Why? Would it matter if he was if like 60? Would you go, oh, it's less dangerous? Yes. And yes, Google I would. It. Yes. By the way, cancer took my dad at 61. Age means nothing mm. to cancer. Depends on the cancer, I believe. Sure. That's your balls to the wall sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We are going to do To Tell the Truth now. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. I have a fun one. If salaries were based, I saw this online, it's so good. If salaries were based on the amount of BS you have to deal with every day at your job, (laughs) which profession would make the most money. Do we have options? Because Yes, every profession that's out there. Yeah. That's a lot of options, man. So really the question is, what job do you think okay. they deal with the most BS? Got you. I got you. Lindsay? Well, I'm thinking of not just regular, like, annoying stuff, BS, but, like, the rumor mill type of BS. Okay. So I'm thinking of a publication company, like magazine or newspaper, something like that. So, okay. So the question is, uh, what profession? So a journalist? So a journalist. Okay. Gimpy. No, 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 no. It's going to be one of two things. Sales or customer service. Mm. Mm. You have to deal with so much BS on both of those coming down from the top. Sales blows. I hated it. Hated it with a passion. It's never good enough. You sell your ass off. You're the number one seller. There's always another goal. Always another goal. And it's sure. never going to be good enough. So you're dealing with the BS from the bosses, from management and all that. You're dealing with the BS from the customers because you're trying to sell them something and they really don't want it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're also dealing with the BS from your other coworkers that are like, oh, this guy here because they don't want to put in the effort. That's sales. Customer service, you're dealing with the BS from the customers that are calling in, pissed off, mad at the world, and you're just like, hey, I'm, I'm just reading from a script here trying to do my job. <laughs> you know, so I think they both kind of walk hand in hand with each other so far as on the BS scale. I am going to pick teachers because not only are you getting what Gimpy described, mm-hmm. From administrators and parents, but also kids. Kids, yeah. Okay. Makes mm-hmm. sense. They're dealing with a lot of BS. Yes. <laughs> I teacher, I poopied. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a parent. I, why are you wiping my kid's bottom when he poops? <laughs> Administrator, hey, help the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You just can't you can't win. There's no winning. Mm-hmm. There's no winning. And all you want to do is shape little minds. That's it. Right. <laughs> hey man. Orange for orange. Right. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with it. <laughs> uh, septic professionals have to deal with the most BS. No, HS. 
Right. Um, <laughs> Farmers deal with the most BS. <laughs> this is a text coming in. Did you all enjoy when listeners were in the studio? And do you think uh, you will all do it again? Lindsay hasn't got to experience that. I think I can speak on Gimpy's behalf. Yeah, we we enjoyed it. 100%. Yeah. I love it yeah. when you guys are in. Yeah, but we enjoyed it. We don't. They're not even back. We're like one of five that are in the building. Mm-hmm. We don't even have a receptionist at the front desk. Mm-hmm. You can so, thank China for that one. I I don't know how that's going to work. They haven't really alluded to us how that's going to play out. So hopefully that's something that would work out here soon. Uh, when is Lindsay's birthday? And is she going to do the take a shot every hour and drink during the show ritual? <laughs> My birthday is November 4th. November 4th. Yep. And I forget. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't do it this year. Because she I was out. had surgery. She had surgery. That's right. We had thought about it, but she's, you know, gone, not going to be there. So what's the point? I gave yeah. myself the greatest gift of a hysterectomy. Yeah. And I don't know if it is a ritual. It, it really, I mean, we did it, what, twice? Oh. As far I've as I've never I know. done it. You haven't done it. I haven't Biggie done it. Biggie never did it. But uh, the other piece, so far as a show as a whole, at least in the nine, almost ten years that I've been here, this only happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a ritual? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Ritual has to happen to everybody every, every year. year. Mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, oh, I like this one. What is your, your guys' opinion on cursing in front of your children? Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, it happens. It just happens. I mean, my kids know, like, you know, uh, do as I say, not as I do. Um, and so- sometimes when I do, I will apologize because my youngest will go, Mom, don't cuss or say bad words in front of me. I don't like it. You and shut your sometimes my emotions are just high or if I stub my toe, son of a, you know, it happens. Uh, my oldest, if he hurts himself bad enough, he'll go, can I say a curse? And I say, yes. And then he'll drop one. Yes. Never usually. Yes, <laughs> it's usually that. It's usually that. It's never like the F-bomb for some yet. reason. Yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't right. learned it yet. Right, yet. right. <laughs> but, yeah, Gimpy. it just happens. It, it's it's okay. You just got to teach your kids, hey, these are adult words or whatever, words that we don't that young children shouldn't be using. And that's simply so they're not going to school telling the teacher to F off. Okay, but you talk, be real around your goddamn kids. Don't be fake. Be real. That, that goes for everybody, not just your children. Be who you are. Yeah. Uh, I don't disagree with that. Be real. Be who you are. Um, but I think you're trying to shape minds and, like, get them to know, hey, have restraint and things like that. I think that's an important quality. Um, you know, if I... We have a rule in our house that if you want to talk about poop, then go to the bathroom and talk about it. Yeah, never at the because, dinner table. Yeah, because guess where it always ends up? At the dinner <laughs> at the table. Dinner table. <laughs> so, uh, and by the way, I also don't talk about poop at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, right. So, when, uh, and as far as swearing goes, I, there are just some things that need to be, sw- you need to swear for. <laughs> yeah. There just is. And of all the uh, infractions my child's going to have in life. Swearing ain't on the radar. Right. right. Of the things I'm worried about that I hope I bestow on my children that they can do better than I have done. Not or swearing, not on that radar. Mm-hmm. I literally could give an F. Yeah. <laughs> or couldn't. So the day, I know this day will come. The school will call me. Hey, some swearing problem. Okay. What else? 
Yeah, well, we don't allow that. Gotcha. Anything else? But did you die? Right. (laughs) Right. I'm like, a swear word? A swear word. Your daughter said the F word. But yeah, but does she stab anybody? Come on. Well, no. The follow-up question to the (laughs) F word is, well, how did she use it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did she stub her toe? That's justified. (laughs) Was she telling you to go do that to yourself? (laughs) Right. Because that's not, that's disrespectful. Right. But But... did she stub her toe and say it? (laughs) Okay. Right. Exactly. (laughs) If she found out that she had homework and she doesn't want to do it and she said, blank me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not a, I don't blame her. I'm I'm tired of helping her with homework. And she's in kindergarten. (laughs) So the context is super important, I think, on the F. Word, yeah. At least. <laughs> People texting in jobs they think uh, deal with the most um, situations. Uh, police first responders. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Nurses, doctors. Contractors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doctors would be the worst. Like, you did all this schooling. They're like, thanks, God. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or there's me. Right, right. <laughs> I went to he, school for eight years for this By crap. the way, he gave it to you. <laughs> I <laughs> fixed it. Um... <laughs> uh, What's the scores of Pick the Flick and the other games? Gimpy? Oh, hell Catching you, you off guard here, so I'll let you, yeah, yeah. you collect that. Uh, right uh, if you want to text, I'm letting, giving you a chance to collect. I've got them right here, man. Okay. It's, it's easy money. Sing, sing. Lindsay has two. I have one. Corbin has none. Pick the Flick. It's one all across the board. And then with uh, Schnip, Schnip, Schnur, it's looking that it's going to be uh, Corbin and I each have one. So, they go. If Lindsay came in and said... I want to get my first tattoo, and because I want to be a part of the BMMS forever, Corbin gets to pick, and Gimpy picks where, <laughs> what's it going to be, and where. Ooh. You go first, man. You because Location's important. Well, what it is depends on where it's going to be put. You see what I'm saying? If, if this might be chicken and chicken and egg. Right, thing. right, right. You're like, all right, Lindsay, we're gonna give you a big veiny one, and it's gonna say BMMS on it. All right. Well, that's going on the side of your face. Just saying. Okay. Whoa. I hear. Well, hold on. We'll hash this. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I love the embarrassment level. Yeah. I don't want to take money out of her pocket. What, why, 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 why would it do that? No client is going to pay her to come to her their business. No, no, that's a fun thing. Makeup, bruh. Makeup nah. covers up a lot. Yeah, I'm not putting that on her. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to take money out of her okay. pocket. Okay, all right. And, and it's, you know, I know people that have had tattoos in their lips and they say some pretty horrendous things. Right. Guess what? They, people know. So even if it's in their lip and no one ever, ever sees it, they know that it says nutsack <laughs> and tray <laughs> on their bottom lip. So, all right. So you want me to go first with location? I, we'll do... You go first, okay, and then I'll name one, and then we'll switch. Okay. Uh, so, just simply because I think it should be seen by the masses, obviously not embarrassing, like on the side of the face or the forehead or something to that effect. I don't think neck tattoos are very sexy at all whatsoever, but like on on a breast. Not like on the actual, but like on your chest or something like of on that the effect. Cleavage area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're wearing those kind of low cut shirts, you can still see it. Okay, it's kind of like with the arms or whatever. You know, people can still see your tattoo. I've got two of them on my ass. Nobody sees them unless I go to the doctor mm. or I show you because I can't. So you're picking? I'm picking. I'm picking the chest, chestal chest. area. So like we could see it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, regerts. <laughs> regerts or regerts. no regerts? Regerts in like. <laughs> massive 
Right. Like some Latino old, like font. Yeah. Gotcha. Like some old English kind of. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Regurts. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. Oh, and so awesome. now now I'll go and then you can pick the location. Okay. Uh Gimpy Nice Face. Oh, that's even better. See now that those are those are gonna be ass tats right there. I'm sorry. We got plenty of You want of her sitting, us, sitting on our face? <laughs> Next question, he please. <laughs> My 18-year-old daughter wants <laughs> Oh, I'm glad yeah, I didn't yeah. finish that one. Thanks. Uh, will the wheel come back? Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the worst ever. I don't even know why someone would even send this. Switch your wife and mother's minds with bodies. You have to bang one to make them normal again. For Lindsay, it would be your husband and father. So your dad would be, you, Kevin would be in your dad's body. Okay. And then your dad's mind, personality, all that would be in Kevin's body. You got to bang one to make him go back to normal, assuming your dad's alive. Yes. Of course. Of course. Wh- who are you banging? I'm still going to. Ooh. <laughs> so weird. It just got real. I, I don't. I don't want to bang my dad, so I'm gonna. You are physically. banging your dad. Well, one way or the other. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, That's it's so a great question. Um, but I still like physically. I have to. Oh, it's so weird. I would have to go with my yeah. husband's body. Your husband's body, so you can hear your dad go, "L bear." Oh my. LB. Is that what he called you? He called me LB. Yeah. I just guessed. <laughs> or Miss Lynn. Ah. Yikes. Oh, that's so tough. It's so... This feels so gross. So what are you picking? I still... I uh, I, I can't do my dad's body. I just... I It just... Because you're seeing it. At least you can close your eye. I don't... Oh! Nope. I got to stick with my husband's body physically and my dad's mind. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, it just feels so dirty. Gimpy. Um, I want to go shower now. Guys are visually stimulated. Yeah. So I want to have to go with my girlfriend's body and my mom's brain and all that stuff, you know, inside. Because here's the deal. You can just do it in that style. And then when she starts talking, you smack him on a shut up, mom. And then continue until you're done. Ooh, I don't know. Shut up, Mom might ruin <laughs> yes, it. Absolutely. Could make it a little bit hotter. You for might Mama. have to Who add knows? another M and a Y maybe to smooth it out. Shut up, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having sex with my wife's body all day. Yes. Yes. All day. Whoever says I'm picking my mom's body, no, why? 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 If you why? have a hideous looking wife? Well, I mean, and a hot looking mom. <laughs> then you've got issues and you need a doctor. That's not true. There are some people's moms. They have, you know, their kids really young. Yes. And the moms are attractive in their 40s, 50s, 60s. 100%. And then there yes. are some that get married and the moms, you know, they have, you know, four sets of twins and their bodies just can't recover because it's a massive tax on the body. I will agree with you on that. But the child is not looking at the mother and saying, oh, my mom is sexy. People yeah. that have hot moms know their moms are hot. No, Their friends a, tell them. Their friends tell them, but that's, shut up, that's my mom. Yeah, but For you sure. still know your mom's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I guess you, if I had a hot Is that something that right? you would yeah. be proud of? <laughs> hey, MILF isn't a made-up term. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> is right. that something you're it's proud of if you have a hot mom? mom? Uh, you had nothing to do with it. Right. It's not like your mom who creates, you know, a hot kid. Mm-hmm. Sure. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't go both ways. Right? Mm-hmm. I enough. mean, I think you're proud. But you didn't have anything to do with it. Right. So, yeah, I think you're proud. Like, good for her. Yeah. Yeah, my mom looks great for, you know, 45, 50, whatever. All my friends want to bang my mom. <laughs> Sometimes even me. What would you do if your best friend is having a relationship with your ex-wife? Hey, if they're an ex for a reason. If it makes you happy, go ahead. Get ahead. How fresh? How fresh are we exes? That's a good question. Is it like 30 days or is it the next week? Is it the next day? Is this 10 years down the road? From high school? But here's the thing, man. Anytime that you guys get together, she going to be there too. So it's going to peel that scab back every time. Mm. Gimpy, what are you picking? Uh, so far as what would I do if my, yeah. if my friend was... Your best friend. My be- oh, that son of a bitch. Uh, we're not friends anymore. Really? We're not friends anymore. Because, because of the fact that you would be stuck hanging out with your ex? No, no. It's because it's my ex, all right? And you have no need or reason or right to go and, you know, start hitting that up afterwards. Hey, love don't know boundaries, then, man. Bros before hoes, bro. But then Band I would brothers. assume. Watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I would assume that you had a problem with it because you still had feelings for your ex. Not yeah, who doesn't? That doesn't get yeah. turned off. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hates his ex. Uh, I hate one of them. Okay. There's two other ones that aren't too Well, yeah, bad, like, yeah. If it's that ex, y'all can have fun together. <laughs> he I, would be, <laughs> no, I'm going to go on a limb and say you would still be mad and be like, we're not best friends anymore because why would you go and touch the hot stove? That's a good point. Because the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not friends anymore. We're not friends anymore. It's they're not an ex because I wanted to continue to having them around in my life. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to come to my 40th birthday, my 50th birthday party, right? Because they're not welcome. Yeah, right. And then you can't tell them. <laughs> well, you can go, you can come, but she has to stay. Yeah. yeah. And then they're together, probably married or whatever, and they're like, "Well, she's not. She can't come, and neither am I." I didn't. It wasn't a best friend scenario, but I have somebody I was friends professionally with, uh-huh. and we had a great professional relationship. And when I got divorced from my ex. Uh, they started dating, and I was dead to him. Yeah, that I would assume the relationship would just dissolve. Yeah, they just would pick be, sides. Mm-hmm. So you, yes, it always someone always gets somebody in the divorce. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm mad at him. Like I get it. I, you picked, you picked wrong too. We're in the same club, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Uh, what do y'all like to drink when you all go out? Mm. Lindsay. Depends. If I'm fine dining somewhere, I'm going to order a bottle of wine. If I'm at the bar and it's a quick decision, it's probably a 7-7 or a beer. But if there's like this long ass drink menu or if I'm at the casino or something, I want one of those little punch bowl. Big old punch bowl drinks. Those are fun. One of those guys. Like a $50 drink. Right. Those are fun. Because they're like getting fajitas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at Everybody that. Look share. At that. Look at how big that drink is. Yeah. Oh, it's got the umbrella That's exa- in it. Ooh. It's like a fishbowl, but it's got alcohol in it. How adorable is that? <laughs> Gimpy. Uh, usually beer and a shot of tequila. Lately, it's been um, double jack, neat, and a Coke on the side. Mm. Uh, beer. Good old IPA. 
Yeah. Very rarely will I look at the drink menu because most of the time it's like, where's the... Why does it have to just... <laughs> can you just fold the piece of paper and put it on the table? Mm-hmm. No, man. they got to have a book. Yeah. With all their signature drinks. And if I'm getting drink most of the time, I know I don't need to see the menu anyway because I know you have tonic. I know you have... Cranberry. I know you have grapefruit. I know you know what I mean. Like yeah. they have, you have basic mixers. Mm-hmm. So, vodka, whatever, gin and tonic, whatever. I don't get mules when I go out because most of the time they do mm-hmm. it with like ginger ale, oh. or they use some type of new trendy in your face ginger beer. The homemade, like we make our own ginger beer here. No, it ain't good. Or we use our own syrup, ginger syrup. No, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, so I try to stick to the basics alcohol-wise when I go out. I don't get adventurous and want something in a (laughs) fishbowl with a neon pink straw and some sort of flashing light spinner thing. That's when I know I've really needed the night out. When the fishbowl comes (laughs) out? Yes, yes. We got to take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. You know, I was thinking that when we started the show this morning, I mentioned something about Brian Laundry, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah, never, never did. It. Yeah, yeah, he was unrecognizable Yeah. with his self-inflicted gunshot wound to the back of the Yeah, head. and then yeah, we went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, that's as far as I know. Well, anyway, apparently he left a notebook uh, with some information in it. Mm -hmm. And after they confirmed it was him, they went to the notebook and they say, the FBI says in the notebook, he did it, that he killed her. They didn't go into detail about how and all the, you know, the things probably we really want to know. His family's like, that's not true. Right. As they should. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but they did come out with one other tidbit. Okay. That has not been talked about. And that is that they ruled out him for that double slaying of those women found uh, in Utah. Interesting, because I wondered about that, if he had anything to do with it. And they do have a person of interest. The two women uh, were 24 and 38 years old. They were found shot to death at a campsite in the city of Moab on August 18th. After complaining about a weirdo and a creep who had been camping near them, investigators in September revealed that they were actively looking into possible connections between the double sleigh and the disappearance of Brian Laundry um, and his longtime girlfriend, Gabby Petito. They were both still missing at the time. Uh, before Laundry killed Petito, they were last seen uh, there. They had stopped by police in Moab. During a fight on August 13th, the day after these two women were last seen, the fight also appeared to have started outside a community cooperative uh, where one of the women worked. Last Wednesday, the sheriff noted in a Facebook post uh, that Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie were um, somehow involved in the double homicide, and the sheriff insisted upon investigation the FBI and Florida investigators have determined based on electronic transmission evidence that neither Petito or Laundry were involved in this case. Hmm. Hmm. The sheriff did not elaborate on what evidence ruled out connection, but warned that continuing to spread the rumors can be unhelpful to the investigation. Uh, the sheriff said that the double homicide investigation is active ongoing with ongoing help from the federal agents. 
They said they have a person of interest, but they have not yet identified the suspect. They confirmed, though, the women uh, who apparently also used the name Crystal Beck, one of them did, was shot multiple times, but they had not been sexually assaulted. Hmm. Okay. How horrible to have somebody die and you don't know who did it or why. Why yeah. they took somebody from you. A ch- Sorry, let me phrase that differently. Took your child from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though these were grown people, they were still their child. Yeah. That's why I laughed earlier when there was like, well, you're a grown adult. You're, you don't have to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> you, as a parent, will always do that. Right. 38 years old, you're going to be worried about your kid. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the way up to the day you die. Faux show. And then Just wherever that other place is that you go. Yeah, as you're staring down at them. Standing on a cloud. On a cloud, watching them masturbate vigorously. Yeah. In a line. Mm-hmm. In queue. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Brian Laundry, not a factor. Oh, well, good. He did not. Apparently, he's not a serial killer. He's just kind of an asshole. Right. He's but just that, a murderer. There's still a killer on the loose then. Dude, there are murderers on the loose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know why this one should get more attention. Not naive to that fact, but it doesn't stop him from sucking. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, did you see the... By the way, have you seen the video? Hold on. I'm collecting the story in my head. Mm-hmm. So the um, <laughs> happened in Claremore. And the woman is stopped at a light. A guy in front of her gets out, yells at her like a road rage incident, takes his elbow, smashes her window. Oh, oh wow. Right? Yelling ensues, whatever. They have, they have arrested the guy, nonetheless, That's right? Good. For uh, assault and, you know, disorderly assholeness. Right, right. What NFL team did he play for? <laughs> and, and so uh, watching it, people are like, That's why you got to get a gun. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I feel like there's more to that sentence. Funny thing about guns is nobody likes them pointed at you, but you all think you should have. We all should think we should have one. Everybody mm-hmm. should carry one. Absolutely. Right. It is it, it very intimidating for sure, but there should be some training involved yeah. in there. Oh, absolutely. Of course. It should. It should. In my opinion, it should be required. Like if you're going to have a gun, you should be required. Yeah, to learn how to use it. More than just on an afternoon course, just, you know, check some boxes and get your permit. I'm good with a once a year refresher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this was a complete stranger. They didn't know each other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they, and it was all because the person behind her had a camera in the car. Like, you know, some people, like I have one. Uh, So if you get an accident, like you can go back and check. Mm -hmm. Right. I had yesterday driving home, somebody crossed over the line. Like it was so close. Mm Mm-hmm. And if, God forbid, they would hit me and whatever, they easily could have been like, no, I was on my side. Right. Yeah. But I, I would have the camera to prove otherwise. On 169 going south yesterday, there was a car that came up on my right side in the shoulder, probably doing 90 and just swerving through traffic, getting left, right. Mm. I'm like, where is a cop when you need one? I'm it sorry, was so I was dangerous. So dangerous. I mean, so close to clipping not only me. But there was a semi in front of him, could have hit, I mean, so many. I saw Gimpy leave the other day and almost get hit by a car here in the parking lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was just pulling around on the bike, didn't do and they were coming this way. And the gap stopped short. Holy crap. No, you didn't even, like, you didn't, I don't even know if you saw them until they were. Right there on me. Because you went around and went to go mm-hmm. out onto Yale. Yeah. And that car. I'm not, Just coming up. Well, I mean, if they were coming up, I think they may have had the right of way. I don't know. I don't know how that works out in the parking lot, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I was here first, bitch.
<laughs> I don't know. It looks like a tie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ultimately, I won. <laughs> I was in line first. <laughs> right. Right. But I can't. Apparently, the guy had been in trouble earlier in the day uh-huh. to this woman in Claremore. Apparently, earlier in the day for um, some sort of uh, outburst or something like that at a public restaurant or something <laughs> like just that. just having a bad day. That's it. You mean this man-child and his inability to control his emotions? Exactly. <laughs> yes, that guy. Dude, he gets out and he's yelling, doing that thing that people do with windows. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like this. Right. Yeah. But then he takes his elbow and goes, Doomph. Well, I bet his elbow didn't feel good after that because that glass is not thin. It's not designed it's not to break that exactly. way. Exactly. They call them window breaks for a reason. And your elbow is not made of that steel. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Have we talked about the, the thing they say for an emergency? You should keep a spark plug in your car in the front seat? We no. have before. We have before for that reason, Lindsay. So you can break a window in case you get submerged. However, and I didn't know this until dude that used to be here brought it up, your uh, headrest. They yeah. come off and they're pointed at the bottom for that reason. You use those as a window breaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to carry a spark yeah. plug with you. I have trouble getting mine just up, much less out. That, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you got to press the two buttons. Yeah, the buttons, and then you got to try and move it with your middle finger, and you're right, like, right. I almost just swore, like, Why? I can't. Yeah, yeah, try doing that while you're submerged underwater. Yeah, right. <laughs> seatbelt. Oh, right, right, exactly. Yeah, I've got a knife that has a window break on it and a seatbelt cutter on it. Um, Where do you keep it? Not in my car. In his motorcycle. <laughs> no, I keep it in my golf bag. They use it to Because golfing happens. <laughs> Gosh, the number of automotive emergencies you get into while oh, golfing. Yep, yep, you yep, never know yep. when that golf cart's going to turn over and you're buckled in <laughs> into the pond with the swans. got to get out of here. Oh, I'm brilliant. I've got my MacGyver knife. That's no, I, I think the same thing because, you know, keeping, even if you have like a belt cutter or whatever mm-hmm. on your key ring, quote unquote, well, most time people keep those in their pockets now. Yeah. Right, right. Just keyless cars, right? Or they put it in the middle console or whatever, and then when you're, you know, you wreck and you're turned over and now it's in the back <laughs> now seat. Now it's in the back seat by, mm-hmm. you know, that one spot you can you never check where everything ends up. <laughs> right. My lady has a pair of like, boy, like hundred dollar scissors, but they're emergency shears. And they've got they of course obviously scissors, seatbelt cutter, window punch. They got, they're like the inspector gadget of scissors. They're quite mm-hmm. amazing. Kind of like a Swiss Army knife? Something to that effect, yeah. Somebody okay. said, there's another reason for having a gun. <laughs> Shoot out the window. There you go. Oh, well, yeah, you got that. Sure. I guess that's something you could do. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. We'll come back, find out what everybody learned. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMO. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Time to find out what everybody learned. Start with Lindsay. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? I learned that Corbin has a hard time getting it up. Also, I learned that bunnies weren't the only animal that Hugh Hefner was into. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Gross. I learned <laughs> that I long for the day when Lindsay comes walking in with a fishbowl. It's going to happen. And that uh, you shouldn't make your kids lug around your dead body forever. 
here's an urn, carry me, and then give it to your kids. Uh, I learned that this guy was surprised that support ferrets stink. <laughs> right? It's the worst support ever. <laughs> no kidding. Stinky support. Yes. And I learned... Oh, Miss Lynn. Oh, stop. <laughs> this woman's saying, make sure this dish... I mean, what's better? Yeah, Miss Lynn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's true. That's it, Miss Lynn. Oh. Right. Good girl, Miss <laughs> Lynn. Oh. Corbin's saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. Miss Lindsay, stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Miss mm. Lynn. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show. I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, 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 total bag douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. We tried, boys. This wasn't even her first pick. Really? Is all that bullshit we were just talking about, was that the first pick? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't think so. Because when you find out what the song was, you'll go, no, that definitely okay. wasn't the song that she danced to. Well, this is way better. What was the first pick? But hold on. Buckwheat Boys? Huh? Huh? You know the song. You do. You know the song. I probably know the song, but I don't know who these Buckwheat Boys yeah, are. Yeah, no, you do. Okay. <laughs> That's Buckwheat. Whatever. These, these be him bo- his boys. Okay, this is his gang. <laughs> gang of hooligans, and they all have fucking weird afros. Okay. Yeah, yeah. while I'm getting it, Lindsay, tell everybody why you picked uh, The FYC. Fine Young Cannibals, because today is Andy Cox's 66th birthday. And who is Andy Cox? He, uh, one of the singers from The Fine oh. Young Cannibals, but I think it was the guitarist, actually, and... um. They're, I didn't realize that they are not, they haven't been together since 2017. Okay. Well, I'm I'm actually kind of shocked that they were together in 2017. Yeah, That's kind of right. where I'm at because in like 1994 was the last time I really heard anything from those guys. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Here is uh, Buckwheat Boys. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now when you're playing Trivial Pursuit and someone's like, the Buttweed Boys had this popular song in 1999. I can say. Who, what is the song? It's peanut butter jelly time. That's right. Uh, Speaking of trivia. um, (laughs) No, listen, man. So uh, I guess they do this trivia night at Jameson's on Mondays Mm -hmm. or whatever. I did not know that. Uh, The lady, some of her friends go there. So we go over there, hang out last night or whatnot. You went out two nights in a row? Yeah, but I was was only there for like maybe 45 minutes. Not that long at all. It was like I was still in bed by 30. Okay. Okay, So like I look ahead. I'm like, yeah, this, okay. I can go and hang out for an hour. Now she stayed until God fucking knows when. I think it was like 1130 when when I woke up and I was like, oh, there you are. Or was it like? 
12.30. Either way. What time do they start the trivia? Like uh, 7.30, oh. 8 o'clock, something like oh. that. But it was really groovy. I've never been to anything like that before. And you know me. I'm a fucking vault of useless fucking knowledge. Yeah. And, that's uh, your vibe, dude. Oh, yeah. Fuck karaoke. This may be it. This may be it. Maybe, well, karaoke mm. will always have my heart. <laughs> but this will be my second thing or whatever. How much have you won doing karaoke? True dad. But I don't go out and I don't do the contest. I know that they have them out there. Uh, but I don't do it. Anyhow, so they do this in like categories. One's like general trivia, and then the next one was was music trivia. And that's where I fucking shined at. I was like, because they played like a little clip of a fucking song, and you had to write down the the, the title of the mm-hmm. song and the artist or whatnot. And then, of course, they grade the papers afterwards. Yeah. I wasn't playing, but I was playing along. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And out of 10, I, I got 7 out of 10, which I think is a pretty solid. Yeah. There was only a few of them that I was like, I don't know, I can't remember who that one was or got like one of the names wrong or whatever, but I'm thinking that that might be a thing. I'm going to have to talk to the guy and be Dude. like, can you move this up to like 6.30? Or, <laughs> right, or put it on Saturdays? Something of that effect. No, yeah. no, no. They, they would, would never. No, if they yeah. did it on Saturdays, they'd do it at like 2. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Or maybe even a Sunday or something, you know, in the afternoon. I don't know, but I think, oh, it was really cool. I was like, well, it that's neat. I've never done anything like that before. Oh, you my. might remember the bars. They used to have those little things you had to get from the bartender, mm-hmm. and you sat, and it would be up on the TV yep, and did yep. trivia. Yeah. Uh, man, I think maybe... I feel like Hooters or somebody used the to Depot do that. The Depot still does that. Do Cheddar's they? still mm-hmm. does it, too. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I've done that a thousand times. Oh, but yeah. bar trivia, man, that's oh, a good time. Oh, hell yeah, it is. If you're, like, w- ladies working and you want to go to the bar, mm-hmm. that's a good time, man. A friend of mine holds that. holds a, a charity, not charity, but they do a fundraiser yeah. for, their, for his kid's baseball team, uh-huh. and they do a ch- uh, trivia night. And you have like a table of 10 mm-hmm. and you pay, you know, and then everyone brings what they want to drink or eat or whatever. And right. It's, oh, they don't do it at the bar. Cool. They do it at a house. No, they do it like at a, uh, some sort of banquet hall. Sometimes at like Knights of Columbus. Or something. <laughs> right. We meet at the La Quinta on Tuesday. The Moose Templars. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, all right. That's all. Yeah, they were. I guess it was like a hundred dollar prize at the end of the you know whatever end of their awesome. rounds that they do, not just last night or whatever. I'm like, well, shit, that's a hundred bucks. I yeah. Get. But here's the dildo, bro. There's six people on a team. At least the way this guy runs it, six people on a team. We got to split a hundred bucks six ways. Oh. You know, it's like oh, I walked yeah. away with thirty dollars. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I hear you, but you're not really trying to get rich. So no, it's no, more it's about the camaraderie and, and right. the excitement. Yeah. Right, right. It was a lot of fun, even though I was just sitting there chilling, minding my own business. I was like, well, this is something I could probably get into. And do they have the rules of like no using your cell phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to put it in a bucket or some uh-huh. shit like that, or keep it in your pocket. And if I see you, motherfucker, if I see you taking your phone out, yep. I'll give you one warning second warning you're losing all your points that's exactly what he said yeah okay cool whatever Uh, i guess i have a feeling of like fuck all that Mm -hmm. i do what you do usually and i just play along with i don't Mm -hmm. write shit down and get involved just because at some point somebody's gonna i'm kind of competitive some of them that stuff so i I know my limits (laughs) they take that shit (laughs) and then somebody's like hey that motherfucker's on his phone Mm -hmm. and you're like ah god now i'm in a fight in the bar Uh over you know who was the fucking uh, on the 1985 fleer usa baseball team right right you're like fuck what am i doing with my life I'm, I'm wasting it away here. Right, get in a fight at a bar or some fundraiser. Uh-huh. Right, right on a Monday for bar trivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I just sit back and hang out, but it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, bar trivia is fun, dude. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I've I always that was a thing. Yeah, I've always enjoyed doing that and, and going to that. It's like one of my favorite bar things to do. Yep. Yeah, because I don't have to sing. Well, of course, because you sing like an amputee. Mm-hmm. So. 
I get it. Short-sighted. The, um, that are going to, <laughs> I also love going to a bar and doing jukebox. Well, uh, just like loading like, up the jukebox? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah I think man. that's a lot of fun. I'll man. go and put $20 and take that fucking yeah. bitch hostage. Touch Tunes has fucking made that shit so fucking easy now. I see these motherfuckers up phone. there. They're up there, and they they shoving their dollar bills in there. And oh, I don't know if I want. Meanwhile, me and my old lady are on the phone preloading it so they <laughs> never get to their stupid fucking songs. Get yes. to it eventually. Fuck Bon Jovi. <laughs> We're not going to hear it today. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I kind of feel like an asshole for doing it, but at the same time, whatever. That's get a with the fun fucking game program. to play at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, whoever sees somebody go to the jukebox first, we got to see if we can block their oh, music. Yes. Oh, yeah, That's we do. Shit. And then we'll also, uh, she'll be like, all right, go to any random person and just get an artist. And I'll be like, all right, so I'll go over to this person here. Hey, just give me a, a musician, an artist, any kind. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And so they give me whatever fucking comes to their mind. Sure. And then I'll go back. She said Barry White. So then she'll find a Barry White song. I'll put that in there or whatever, you know. Kind of taking requests, but half-assedly whatnot. So we try to have as much fun as humanly possible with these people. That's cool. Yeah. We play, um, we play Who's What's Their Story. Oh, and like start making yes. up? Yeah, but yeah. we throw rules. So mm-hmm. like sometimes are we doing the family-friendly version? Okay. Or are we doing the m- mobster bad version? Gotcha. Okay. And so like it's either got to be fun and sweet, mm-hmm. like they're doing something nice or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or it's got to be uh, like really nefarious. Now here's the fun part uh-huh. is that if it is like, let's say it's a, a dad and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, that works so well. Like, I always try to find the dad and the daughter or someone with a giant age difference. Right, yeah. right. Because it can be sweet super easy. Yeah. But it can be super bad super easy, yeah. too. That's one of my favorite ones to pick. I'm going to start doing that. That sounds like it could yeah. be a fun, time to pass, fun way to pass some time by. Yeah. And especially if you get one where, like, you know something's up. Uh-huh. Like, they just look like they just left a, a fucking... Uh, Juggalo event. I always try to make it like it's the new youth pastor. (laughs) He's really trying to connect, but he's lost because he never got to experience that life. Now he doesn't know what to do. He's torn between God and the Juggalos. Yeah. And my wife hates it because I get into like details. Well, yeah. Because I think details is what sells it Mm -hmm. rather than like, oh, they're on a date. Right. Well, no shit. Yeah. So well, I always try to go. Robbing a bank. I always try to go with. Yeah, she's trying to get over this guy, but he may show up at any minute, and he <laughs> loves himself some fucking. Um, I don't know, bang bus. So he's, <laughs> and he loves to get swole. So he's probably at Gold's right now. You know, <laughs> just at about two forty-five squats. <laughs> right. Too much beard product. <laughs> right, right. Right. And his bandana's down like he just fucking robbed a bank. <laughs> right. But he's not because he's a stupid fuck because all he does is lift weights. Right. 20 times a day and eat his protein. <laughs> so Cut she's worried he's going to come in here at any moment. Meanwhile, this fucking simp doesn't know what's happening. He's just He's there. just confused because she doesn't look anything like she did in the profile picture on her dating profile yeah. on Match. Uh, yeah. That's fun. That's the, I do enjoy doing that as well. Yeah. Karaoke will always have my heart, though. Went out Friday night and had some karaoke fun. That was good. I did some shit that I've never done before. What'd you do? I did stuff the- shut, st- shove shit in your penis. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, hey guys, you want to shove a real fucking microphone in your piss hole? <laughs> Fuck Rick Barry. Let me give you a real show, motherfuckers. <laughs> See, but here oh, I feel like I'm warranted in that statement because yes. when you go, hey, I, I've done some shit I've never done before. Right. The fucking tunnel's getting tiny, dude. <laughs> right. Unlike my urethra. <laughs> oh God. 
You ever had a gutter full of leaves? Because <laughs> that's what it's like for Gimpy when he has so, he's holding his piss. Incontinence <laughs> oh is a real problem. <laughs> I guess those uh, fucking piercing holes <laughs> right. killed. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I forgot what did I do. <laughs> I forgot what I imagine we were talking uh, about songs you chose, yes, but yes, I'm but not sure. I can't remember which songs that I chose. Oh, yeah. Sturgill Simpson was one of them. Um, um, you Can Have the Crown. That was one. Yeah. Well, that's a tough motherfucker, man. I sing it all the time at the house or in the car or whatever, but I get up on that and it's the first time. Yeah. So here's the fun part. Uh-huh. I've had a few drinks in me. I'm like, fucking hey, I could do this song. I do it all the time. So I get up read there. It. I get up there. No, I could read it and everything's fine. And I'm, I'm just bopping along. But that fucking tick kicked in at the wrong no. fucking time several times during that song and another one uh way more blues was another one that i've never done before but that fucking tick kicked in and i was like and on the way more blues it was even worse so i was like you know what i think i'm done for tonight you keep that microphone really yeah the stutter yeah came back. that fucking came out well you know my brain just couldn't keep up with my mouth is all that that was so not a big deal I yeah. probably shouldn't have went outside and medicated before I went. There you See, go. So I think there's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, Though you found out it was the pills, right. it was probably a combination of all. A little bit of everything. And that now when you cross a certain threshold, mm-hmm. that that happens. It happens, And yeah. was this Friday night? Yeah, it was Friday night. So you were exhausted probably too. Sure. Unless you nap. Oh, yeah. When do I not nap? Um, yeah. By the way, did you hear, did you hear the thing about... Sturgill Simpson. Uh-uh, what happened? So, like, he lost his voice last year. Like, uh, he put out a new album, mm-hmm. and he lost his voice, and he fucking went, and now he's fucking gone. Gone. Nowhere to be found. I'm, yeah. I, I, I was wondering what was happening. Like, he may be done singing, done. That fucking sucks, because he's a yeah. very talented individual. Now, he could still write songs. He could. But nobody, he, he can write the songs, but nobody's going to pull it off quite like he could. Yeah, and his approach just to the whole industry was a, so much of a, you know, Suck a dick type of yeah, mentality. Yeah, and he's he's only like in his forties, right? Yeah, he's Something to that effect. Young dude. That explains because I'd seen a TikTok and I was like, ah, oh, fucking Sturgill, man, I'm gonna go SturgillSimpson.com. When's he fucking coming around? Because I like to see him in concert, yeah. and, and but that explains why there were zero fucking dates on the tour calendar. Yeah, he ain't ah, shit. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Like, you're kind of like, oh, I I want to. I want to continue to talk. Mm, yes. It <laughs> makes a big difference in yeah. life. I don't want to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. We were talking, Lindsay and I, about uh, Adele because she canceled her Vegas residency or paused it or whatever. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah. And she was like, oh, COVID. And some of y'all are like, why'd you go from Sturgill Simpson to Adele? Just hear me out. <laughs> uh, that uh, she was getting cross with production. Really? And like um, now, like diva getting cross, like I'm fucking Adele. You do what I fucking tell you to. So first level tier, yes. Okay. When you dig into it, she's never liked being a performer on stage. Never. That's right. why she went away. Right. Right. She's a studio better as a studio musician. Yeah. Some people just are really good singers and songwriters and can perform, but they get in. Fr- they do it. They get up there and they're like this fucking blows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. There. I know guys that fight that are unbelievable fighters. Yeah. Super calculated. Just so talented. But then they get into a fucking cage and they're like fuck this. <laughs> well, and I. And, 
feel like too, like when you're a Vegas performer, you got to have a lot of high energy, and she, it's not like nah, she's Celine a dancer. Didn't. Celine didn't. Celine didn't. But her catalog is huge. Yeah, it's so a lot it bigger. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so um, she was kind of forced into this thing because mm. she wanted to promote the album, but she didn't want to go on tour. So this was like a happy medium. Right. So she signs this deal to, with Caesars, if I remember right, and she just wanted like she likes very stripped down. She doesn't, you know. Don't need a whole lot of lights and glitch but and glam. Caesar's yeah. like, no, 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 no. This We're is Caesar's fucking Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Unless your name is Elvis, mm-hmm. you ain't, you're going to fucking put together right. a set. Right. And so there was pressure, so she would go to the set designer and be like, I want to do this, and then that thing would happen, and she'd be like, no, I want to do this, and then they agreed on something, the set designer did it, and she was like, no, this sucks, I don't like this. Right. And the set designer, who was also a giant fucking ego, was like, fuck mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you don't like what I do! <laughs> I'm just assuming they're of a, <laughs> yeah. some other country, Got a foreign okay. accent, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Everything and, else is built and in so, China. like outbursts, like yelling outbursts. Wow! So now you got she doesn't like to perform live. Felt like she was forced into it anyway. Her album isn't really that great. Mm-hmm. And then also the fact that they, she got crossed with the production. Oh, and some people are getting COVID. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go Boink. ahead and pull the plug on this one. Well, my sanity, she's... my mental uh, state, is way more important than. A fucking show at Vegas. Yeah, because you don't want to binge eat. I think I she's that. waiting for Caesars to pull the plug. Like, this I mean, is enough. Like, we're we're going to terminate this contract. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they would do that. Maybe she's hoping they do. Because they see the money. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And if they terminate the contract, they'd end up, she could take them to court for breach of contract. And maybe, or she would be like, I don't want to do it. Right. Bitch has got money. She don't need the money. No. Uh, she really don't even do much of it. She can actually do studio shit for the rest of her life. She and could still just pump sell. out studio yes. albums exactly. and that be the end of it. Exactly. Never have to worry about going on tour ever again. And that's all Adele fans needed was one more reason to cry. Mm. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> she's, dude, she's so talented. This new album just didn't do it for me. I was like, hmm. I never nah. checked it out one bit. I, I like to go and listen to new albums, even if I'm not a fan, right? right like, right. I listened to the Kanye album, and I was like, Okay. I like right? to uh, do the Adele. I'm not much for listening to the music. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yesterday we were talking about the uh, lady with the two vaginas. Yeah, man. And so the best tweet we got, our text we got, and mm-hmm. I couldn't mention it, was so much for uh, two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you got to do four in the pink, one in the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is it a Vulcan sign? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Be, I've never been able to do that, so right. uh, whatever. <laughs> That's why God gave me this. (laughs) Natural. (laughs) Yes. The natural shocker. Not only is a shocking look visually, you just wait. Yeah. Dane Cook, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking A. God, remember when that was like anything he did, people fucking loved. Oh, yeah. He was gold there for a long time. Did This may be a chicken and egg thing. Did Dane Cook lay the groundwork for Ryan Reynolds? Why? Yes. Because Ryan Reynolds... His mannerisms, even kind of his look a little bit, mm-hmm. looks like Dane Cook. Does. No. Does. It does. It does. They, I don't. I see what you're saying, but oh, I. Who's I in. Is it, what's the movie? Waitstaff? Waiting. waiting. Who's in waiting? Dane both Cook or Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, the answer is both of them. Mm-hmm. But, but they, Ryan Reynolds is the star of that. Dane Cook's just. He's just yes. the cook in the back, and he's not in it nearly as much. Yeah, I'm just saying, they look so much similar, and you have to question whether Ryan Reynolds would be as funny. If it wasn't for Dane Cook, oh, I think he is. Def- I think he's definitely more popular than Dane Cook. I think Ryan Ooh. Reynolds sold himself to the Illuminati. Maybe now, but then no. Dane Cook is a monster. He was a monster. He was. He 
made arena tours for comedians. He I, sold out Madison Square Garden multiple would, nights. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's not how I like to go see a comedian, though. Well, that doesn't mean I would anything, rather, Lindsay. I know that. <laughs> But I would rather, like, then he stopped, he would stop doing comedy clubs. It was like, I'm only going to do arenas. Yeah, well, yeah why because would you I get do- way more money out of an arena than yeah. you do a fucking loony band. Right. Why would I do and get paid a couple hundred G- bills right. and have to stay in a fucking shitty condo? Right. When I could do and stay in a five-star hotel, get a fucking limo to take me and bring me. Have everything and accommodated for you. and $200,000 a night. Yeah. That ain't fucking rocket science. No, I see that. I just I've never been a huge fan of his. I think it's like Nickel. I think Dan Cook's like Nickelback. People just like because it's got popular. They're like, da. Mm-hmm. The man changed the comedy world. He did. Changed it. However, where's he at now? And his brother took all his fucking money. Yeah, about that. And it's hard to fucking start all over again when you're missing three million dollars and going back and doing because then you're like, mm. God, look at this fucking sab. Right, right. Now, now the joke is now true. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. The punchline is now true. Hmm. Yeah. Sucks for him. And Good it, for Ryan Reynolds, though, man. Yeah. And I, by the way, I everywhere. think I think comedy's advanced so much since then that I don't think Dan Cook could be funny now. No. But at the time, nobody was doing what he was doing. No. No one was. That was along the lines of like like Carlos Mancia was hot there for a while, right? Yeah. Same way. Didn't lose all of his money to his brother. Uh, found out that he was stealing jokes from people. Yeah. And, and I fucking hate that, too. I hate that argument. Like oh, that he was stealing jokes. Everybody Every steals comedian it. steals jokes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think the gentleman's agreement is steal my joke, just change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't do it verbatim. Yeah. But if the joke's fucking funny, yeah. It's just weird to like pile on. Right. At that point, for something like that, yeah, yeah, he was huge. Had own TV show on Comedy Central, and and just doing tours all over the place. And and now he's fucking nowhere. Are you looking up his net worth? Dan Cook's net worth. Well, I was talking to, to Corbin here, but uh, I was talking about Dan, Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia's oh. net worth. <laughs> Lindsay? Carlos Mencia is probably worth twelve million. I'm going to say he's got five hundred thousand dollars. And that's shoot high. Eight. Eight million dollars. Okay. Dane Cook's net worth. How old do you think he is? Dane Cook? Yeah. Ooh, 48. 49. I'm gonna 50. Okay. Are you going 50? <laughs> no, I'm going 48. I'll go 49. He's 49. Okay. Did you look up his no. net worth, Lindsay? Uh Dane Cook? I looked it up. Did you look yes, up? Yes, ne- I looked up his net worth. Okay, then we don't need to ask. Well, I'm curious. I didn't look it well, up. No, we'll, we'll say it. Oh, okay. It's not fun for one person to guess right. it. <laughs> $35 million is what mine says. That's mm-hmm. still quite a bit of cash. Yeah. Yeah. He would have $38 million if it wasn't for his stupid fucking brother. What did his brother do? He he was his manager or bookkeeper. Oh, right. Okay. And just fucking started skimming. Right. Okay. Embezzled a shit ton of fucking money. And- Why wouldn't you just ask? For it, if it's your brother, you know what I mean. Your brother's trusting you to because people manage are shitty. For him. That's why, why it doesn't matter if it's say? family or not. Because people are shitty. That's why. That's why you don't go into business with, with family. family, right? Mm-hmm. Or friends. Uh, friends, I might buy mm-hmm. as long as you are friends and like we are agreeing that this is all business. Right. And you got to have it on the up and up. Right. You, you hire your brother. You're not like, hey, man. We, you, you need to take the fucking employee training. Right, right. You're going to let a lot of stuff slide. <laughs> I feel the same way would happen with some friends. Yeah. Maybe the, it depends on the caliber of the friend. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. But at the same time, it's like that could ruin friendships. Absolutely. Just like sure. it ruins families. For sure. You know? So I'm like, just fuck. If you're going to do business with somebody, make it a fucking stranger. Yeah. I, 
I, my dad went into business with family and with a friend, mm-hmm. and both of them got all fucked up. Yeah, see, it ain't worth it, man. And I'm like, if we're gonna go into business together, it's got to be fucking written out, mm-hmm. like con, like no, there. Everybody's expectations For are the sure. same. Right, right, right. There's no like he's doing. He's the CEO, and I'm a nobody. Mm-hmm. Right, you got to balance it. Like next year, you're the CEO. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Or if yeah, you have more yeah, money invested in the company. Then, then you I can get be more. C- yes, yeah, right, exactly. right. I own fifty-one percent because I put right. the most money in. Fifty-one yeah. percent. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I put a dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife has owned businesses, and she's like, "We'll never fucking own a business." Really? I'm, and part of me is like, "No, no, that kind of sounds like a great fucking plan." Yeah, it does. Right, right. I'd like to uh, be part owner or own a fucking dispensary. Yeah, you know. She says this is why. Couple things: if you have a job with a, a business with employees, mm-hmm. it's the fucking worst. Right. Because everything you do is now hinging is now hinging on. You making money for them, yes. right? Because it's their livelihood sure. as well. It's they not have families. Yours. They have dinner tables to mm-hmm. put food on. So mm-hmm. every and that becomes insanely stressful. Yeah. And then the other part is you're at Christmas. You're at a birthday party. They call. They need help with the fucking cash register. Like it's another yeah. fucking child. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take away from everything that you have because you've got to pour so much into it. But if the ROI is good. It's not that bad of an idea. Uh, I disagree because mm. I think there are some people that evaluate that that isn't important and that right. your personal time is far more important than any of that. All right. Why the hell did you fucking get into business for yourself anyway? I mean, because you wanted to make some money. Well, mm. and you didn't know the family thing would come along. Right. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So if you're going right. to have your own business, do something that you can just do yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you you can be fine with all that other shit. Yes. Or what about um, getting behind a, a franchise? Something that's already accomplished, and you're well, like, okay. In my I opinion, the problem with the well, that doesn't guarantee success. And the problem with the franchise is you still fucking answer to somebody, mm-hmm. right? You're not your own boss, then. True. Short of you a Bill and Ruth, you're doing yeah. whatever anybody else wants. <laughs> Bill and Ruth does whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, Bill and God, Ruth don't give a shit. Every time I've been to one, it's a goddamn different experience. <laughs> you want a chili dog, or you want some sushi? You want spaghetti, <laughs> chili, and sushi? Right. We got you. Or you just want a sub sandwich and a sandwich. And you want some uh, some medulas? Right. <laughs> and not that good, by the way. <laughs> no, it's I'm, not. I mean, I, they don't like, advertise with us, so I can say it. It's really not good food. Dude, when we when I first got there, like, you got to go to Bill and Ruth's. I'm like, fuck yeah. We yeah. go in. I'm like, yes, love a good Pepsi sign restaurant. Hell yeah. And I'm like, sweet, I'll do uh Wait, what the fuck is three-way? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm fucking staying away from that. I'll go ahead and do uh, the, the sandwich. Whatever fucking sandwich. Mm. And you get in here and like, did my fucking sister make this? <laughs> yeah. And I don't have a sister. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's, it's bad. It's poor quality. It's just, it's just not good. But obviously, they are in a sense because there's plenty of them around that have been around. For decades. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're doing something right. Yes. They find the one group of people that like shitty food and continues to go there. Or yeah. it's just because it's so convenient because they're located near they're, other big businesses. They're all, or they're in a spot where no one else wants to put exactly. a fucking restaurant. Right. Right. Yeah. Or it's I'm a not, front. I'm not, it's a, I like that idea. 
I like that. It's a lot of money laundering, maybe. Maybe running cocaine out of the back. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Guns, prostitution. All the Every time I've been into a Bill and Roos, the people that run a Bill and Roos look like they don't have a vote to be there. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? Yeah. It's like going to those weird convenience stores where they sell the pizza in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of that pizza? There's a oh, brand of pizza yes. they sell inside a convenience store, and you go in, and the people always look like, uh, you know, they're sending so much money back to their family that they have to fucking live on a cot in the back. Is it Simon? Is it Simple Simon? Sim- is it Simple Simons? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Four Brothers? Oh, yeah, Something. that one, sure, too. Something uh-huh. like that. Simple Simons is, I've seen, like, locations. Yeah, they actually have brick and mortar. Yeah. Simple Simons. I bet you're onto something with the whole Bill and Ruth thing. Maybe it is a cover. It very well could be. It may not be. I don't know. <laughs> it's I'm not going to find out. Just stay away from it. I'm sure it's a reputable business. But you never know. <laughs> you never know. We used to go to a bar down on Brookside, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time remembering it. And they used to run uh, gambling books right there in the bar. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it was always the same. And they sat at the four tops. Uh-huh. It was like three old guys. Uh-huh. And they sat at four tops. And I always liked sitting there when we would go at night. Right. But if we went during the day, like day drinking, mm-hmm. you never could sit there. Right. And they always had like the back door open, so it's fucking smoky. Right. And the fucking sunlight's beaming into the room. Right. And these guys are wearing fucking fedoras and black button now fucking shirts. Yeah, suits. suits. Not yeah. like slick suits, right? <laughs> right. They don't look like mobsters, but right. they look like your grandpa when he wears a suit. Right. And uh, I was like, those fucking guys are always sitting there. And they're like, yeah, you, you want to place a bet? And I was like, no. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I'm like, fuck that. I don't need my fucking legs broken because I fucking right. bu- put a fucking money on the Chiefs. <laughs> right. Yeah, fuck all that. I'm good. Yeah. When I lived in San Francisco, uh, I was working uh, Monday through Friday as a dog walker. And then on the weekends, I'd work for the sports AM station and in town and uh, worked by myself in the sports AM, usually just board hopping. And then during football season, I did, um, I was the replay producer for the Raiders radio network. And so uh, to pass the time, I would gamble. That makes sense. And I was on a super tight fixed income, didn't have a lot of money. And I would put every paycheck, I would put $50 in my Online gambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't thing. too bad. You know, you you know what you're getting invested in. You're not putting anymore. Seems pretty smart. Yeah, and this isn't a time when it wasn't wild. Like people gambling on their phones or computers was kind of like super fucking taboo. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a friend of mine in radio was like, "You should do this. It's easy to pass time. You can research things. You have plenty of time in between things." Yeah, I was like, "Sweet, that makes ton a ton of sense." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll gamble. I'll put a fucking quarter in the slot. Why not?" <laughs> Why not? And so uh, here I am, so fucking nervous because I'm putting five dollars <laughs> down. Five dollars is a couple meals, to right? To me, there. it was. Mm-hmm. To me, it was. And I blow through that five dollars, and I'd be fucking sweating. Right. Like, am I gonna get fucking caught? I now <laughs> yeah. I spent fifty dollars. Wait, maybe I was so close to fucking winning. Right. 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 The fucking little. Devil's like, you stupid fuck. <laughs> Come on, 10 more dollars. The next one will sure win. Right. Uh-huh. You fucking know. <laughs> I have never been one on gambling, whether even it's the slots or whatever. I just don't have luck. Luck. I mean, whatever it is when luck. it comes to that sort yeah. of thing. I just, whatever. Most I've ever gotten was that casino when I come back from buying my motorcycle uh, this last year. Or That's whatnot. luck. That is luck. But That's a pretty good haul, dude. But that yeah. wasn't too awful bad, but I mean, every time that I'll go in beforehand, I would go in, put in $20. 
ten dollars, a dollar, whatever, and fucking watch it all disappear. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of money to keep pumping in there to try to make my money back. So I'm like, fucking, I ain't messing with this. It's not worth my time. Yeah. Um, gambling in terms to pay mortgage or pay for a vacation is not a really good financial plan. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. You got to go in with expectations that you're going to lose everything. I've only heard of that happening working out for one person ever. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was living in Minnesota, there was a guy that had lost his job Mm -hmm. and he took his last paycheck to the casino Mm -hmm. and put it all in. Oh, fucking. What a a romantic story. It gives me anxiety just fucking hearing it. I'm sure he's never done that ever. Right, right. I got this great idea that just hit me. Take everything that I have. And he hit a million bucks. He hit a million bucks. Yeah, and now and he's dead because, because he lost all of his money because right. he couldn't stop gambling. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But it made the news because, oh, this guy he just lost his job. Right. And, it's a romantic yes, story. Yes. yes. I yeah. fucking hate stories like that because it just romanticizes that anybody can do it. Oh, sure. They're not right. telling the stories of the number of people that also did that and had to be fucking escorted out. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Lose everything that they have. Yep. The mortgage, the house, the fucking yeah. wife, kids leave them or whatever because you fucking took and spent everything that you got. Mm-hmm. If, it won't stop. If I go to gamble, I go with, all right, how much do I want to lose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I take that money and when it's fucking gone, I'm done. That's where I'm at. And when we go to Vegas, I'm not much of a gambler. I like to go to the pool. I like to eat fucking good rest, uh, good restaurants, and I like to watch people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much the fucking extent of it. Yeah, and that is an expensive town to do those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's the reason why I've never gone. When we were almost didn't go on vacation last year, mm-hmm. the we started booking for Vegas. Yeah, and we were like, this is the same amount of money we'd spend to go to fucking Mexico. Right. Right. Let's just go to fucking, let's just fucking wait mm-hmm. if we can't get the passport and go. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't have nice sandy beaches in Los An- or Las Vegas. Well, and yeah. you don't have, you know, Clyde and Karen. Right. <laughs> hey, you're from Oklahoma too, eh? Yes. We should be friends. Did I tell you the story uh, when last time we were on vac- when we were there and mm-hmm. I was reading a book? Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh, yeah. And so I was reading uh, I was reading one of my fucking dork philosophy books, and I'm just sitting there reading it, minding my own business, sitting in the pool. Trying to enjoy vacation. Just like fucking unplugging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm walking back to the lounge chair thing, and this guy out of nowhere goes, what you reading? And I just go, all right, do I lie and tell him it's something other than philosophy? <laughs> or do I just ignore him? I'm Which like, dick move do I choose? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, philosophy. I'm reading philosophy. Uh-huh. And he goes, I swear to God, smiles goes to nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because philosophy is boring to most to, people. To most people, right, yeah. Right, right. Next time that pops up, just tell him you're reading Mein Kampf. That'll shut him up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Also philosophy book, by the way. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I just, one other time, Lindsay, this is a more of a historical story. Uh, I was, we were on vacation and I was wearing my chief's um, bucket hat mm-hmm. yeah. and walking to the bar, got my drinks, you know, like wading through the water. Right? <laughs> and the guy was like, uh, Kansas City. And I yeah. didn't understand what was happening. And he kind of leaned into my path and he was like, Kansas City. And I was like. Yeah, and he's like, where from? And I was like, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma, Kansas City. 
Yeah. I'm a fan. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is correct, sir. How'd you become a fan? Fuck. Now mm-hmm. you're locked. I'm like, uh, <laughs> fucking icy drink melting in my hand. My hand, they're getting heavy because I've been drinking, so they're getting into the water. See, what you do, man, see, you're going about it all wrong, right? You start off with, well, it was happened back when my grandpa was a fan. So you start off with the story, and then you start just changing little bits of the story yeah. to where at the end of the story, it makes no fucking sense, and the guy's wondering why he stopped you to begin yeah. with. Yeah, the problem with that <laughs> philosophy is that when people want to talk to someone other than the people they came with. <laughs> right. Now listen. Think now about that for a minute. Because yeah, that's, right. <laughs> you want to talk to anybody else but the people you've came with. <laughs> they will find one thing in your story and right. grab that. Oh yeah, I used to race horses too. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, your story, you know, whatever. Right. You just I'm talking about fucking dogs or something. Like, oh yeah, I had a dog. His name was Spot. What kind of dog was yours? Ah. I don't know. I thought, one. I thought the fucking dog I fucked would be enough to pin you off this conversation. Thanks, Hugh. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So vacation, if I can get a vacation, like with my own swim out pool, you know? Yes. Whoo, with bar service where they yes. come to that pool? Fucking A, you man. You want to go to one of those resorts where you got your own butler. Yeah, then it's not really a thing. Really? It's, it's just a thing they sell. Because anytime we've done that, the mm-hmm. butler never shows up. <laughs> well, you go like, that, hey, man. if you co- you need anything, here's my number. You call me. You call and you're like, hey, Juan, it's Corbin from America. Yes. And he's like, yeah. He said to call you if I need anything. See, can we get some milk? Milk. <laughs> Suddenly his English just got perfect. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fucking two hours later, you're like, I thought he was bringing fucking milk. Here's your warm milk, sir. Then that night you go out, you go to the restaurant, you come back. What's in your fucking room? Yeah, milk. Milk. Warm. So, yes, you do have a fucking butler. They're just fucking But it lazy isn't fucking shit. what's his name from Fresh Prince. <laughs> right, right. Jeffrey. Like, <laughs> what do you need, huh? Right, right. It ain't fucking that. He's got like 90 rooms. Mm-hmm. And you're just one fucking idiot who That's overpaid That's to it. eat buffet food <laughs> served on a plate to yeah. you. You think you're going to all these different restaurants, but in the back there's one giant fucking heating table. Right. And they're fucking somebody Joe's and puts your fucking shit on a plate and brings it out to you like, oh, this looks amazing. I'm sure it does. So good. Look at this. I don't need to know how the sausage is made, man. That's it. Just let it be. Anyway, I'm a fucking joy on vacation. All right. You guys. (laughs) Your wife is so lucky. (laughs) Yes. Uh, All right. You guys uh, have a great week and uh, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.